So I want to start us off this time with a slightly controversial topic. Uh, one of the things in Pathfinder that seems to always uh, rile people up is alignment. And alignment is also one of those things that people really enjoy discussing for characters outside of tabletop games. Things like Marvel characters, what alignment are the villains and such. I'm going to ask you guys to figure out what you think your real life alignment is and what your favorite alignment is if they are different like my favorite real life alignment of the of the nine in the game like which of those alignments in general do you think is the most interesting and which do you think you would fall into as a real life person as uh, chaotic as evil Obviously. Chaotic evil, obviously. You yeah. know? Like what yeah. I do in my personal time, you don't need to know. But, Chaotic uh, evil, not good. for sure. Yeah. Not good. I think minimum. I need to rethink my friendships. Fair minimum, I am hell bent on destroying everything. Yeah. That's, yeah. My, that's my personal life. World motto. domination. I can see yeah. that. I've actually talked about this with people before, and I think I'm actually probably lawful good. In real yeah, life. that's what I would do. Uh, because, that's how I would slot you. If I yeah, were to... I'm very much a rule follower, but also, like, I follow rules to the point unless there's like a rule that just doesn't make sense. Which I think lawful good still have a little bit of flexibility in that. Like, they don't mm -hmm. have to follow every rule because there are some rules that are just contrary to the good side of their alignment. But I would say probably lawful good is where I would lie. As far as my favorite alignment, I don't know if I have a favorite. It might still be lawful good, but it also might be neutral good. Mm. I personally, as an individual, strive to be neutral good. I, th I think that I want to be like the iconic idea of a hero, and I want to temper that with understanding between allowing people to act as they want but having rules in the right situations. Um, however, I've got a bit of a rebel spirit, so I think that I fall more chaotic, and I, I push back against authority more than I think is necessary. I don't mind going with the flow, but I am always an advocate for change when I find myself in structures and rules. And as far as my everyday life goes, I enjoy spontaneity and a bit of chaos, a lack of of rhythm or more like jazz. Okay. What about you? Me? Neutral yeah. good. Neutral good. Hands down. That was quick. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. Is that also your favorite? If you had to pick a favorite of the nine? Yes. Okay. I would say that I'm chaotic neutral, and that is probably my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Mine is... I go back and forth. I think I'm probably neutral good because the lawful side of myself and the chaotic side of myself probably equal out more or less. But I think my favorite alignment is chaotic good. The characters that I have made that are chaotic are the ones that I think are the most interesting. They have unique perspectives and they normally can take some really clever approaches to trying to find what's the most amount of good as opposed to good within a system. And I, I think that I like yeah. that attitude a lot. It bring it makes interesting characters. 
Yeah, they tend to be more flexible in their thinking mm-hmm. rather than uh, looking at the inside-the-box rules. Mm-hmm. Speaking of flexibility in thinking, you guys are in a bit of a dilemma here. I, I, don't, a segue. I don't think so. There's only one oh. enemy. Yeah, we're fine. We're and fine. You all, might need to think. All of the, the fear mongering I said earlier was a ruse. I I think we'll do fine. Actually, that's the reality. That's that's what you set off. That's I'm, not what you said I'm here. honestly that's optimistic true. that you'll be fine. But again, it depends on your what you do. Who was it that said I I shall ever remain an optimistic realist? <laughs> I can't I can't remember, but it's it's a darn good quote. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll hope for the best, but I'll, I'll see what actually happens. Well, we'll just jump back into where we were. We ended on round 15 of combat there. Uh, went on a while, because a couple different reinforcements came. You took out the first pair of guards as you assaulted the fort. And then the three more came with their birds. And then the two on the other side of the fort came... And then one of them ran away into the barracks to alert everybody else. And by the time you had cleaned up the courtyard, that person came back outside, was pointing in your direction, kind of looking over their shoulder and talking to somebody that none of you could see. And that's where we ended it. And that's where we're going to start back up. So this guy out here, this uh, hobgoblin with the yellow dot, He's walking out kind of limping because of the injuries he sustained in the battle there. And he's pointing out in your direction and he says, Oh, it's them right there. And then he uh, looks over his shoulder and he just kind of stops as if he's waiting for orders or something. Right after him in initiative, it would be Jessup. It's a lot of pressure. Um... You could always do do I, delay. Do, do I, so we only see him looking in set direction. You only see the one dude. Okay. So he'll just kind of free action. Um, it looks like uh, he's back from his uh, potty break over there, but we best get out of here. I don't I don't know the best way to go. Uh, maybe go to the this other bridge. The inconspicuous one. Obviously, there's nothing wrong here. And he will... Five, no, and I'll uh, yeah, I'll just ready in action. So if everybody else beelines it over there, then I will beeline it over there. Okay. Do you want to ready or delay? So if you if you ready in action, you can do a single move. If you delay, you could do a double move. Yeah, I'll delay. I didn't know if me doing my speech there counted as a full action or not, but no, I'd, well, I'd say it was quick enough me. to be a free action. All right, just what I said. But I talked very fast. Yeah. Okay. And then I will delay. And after that, you all hear a voice coming from maybe 20 or so feet, maybe 25 feet further behind this other hobgoblin. And it's a, uh, sounds like a more feminine voice. And it says, get back to Faith Axelgu. Report to Salakit. Get reinforcements. I'll hold them off in the meantime. And that's all you hear. And that brings us to the top of round 16 with Aiden. He doesn't... Did he hear where that voice was coming from? Uh, 
back like 20 or so feet behind the one guy you can see. You just heard a voice. You don't see anybody where it came from. Okay. Um, so, so everyone knows, despite what happened last session after some out-of-game talks, I have awarded Aiden a few more arrows that I think he would have had than originally going into this. So, with that in mind... Do you decide your own reality, oh. Josh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After <laughs> I know what you did. I, will I was discussing with Aluna, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should give him some more arrows. So that's what we did. Absolutely. Um, I will move 20 feet over there. And we'll take a single shot at this guy. Okay. Um, as he shouts out to the group that we have to figure out uh, a unified plan and act quickly. No rapid shot. Favored enemy goblinoid. And we don't have inspired courage, right? No. Correct. So it will have cover from Jessup, but that'll be it. I'm a little short. Uh, Probably not short enough to make a difference, but First attack. Only attack. Okay, 24 to hit. Even with the bonus cover that he's getting from Jessup, that will still hit his AC. Uh, Go ahead and roll damage. Minimum damage will kill him. So, 11 points of damage. He had 3 hit points. So he goes down immediately. Doesn't even get the chance to get reinforcements. Mm-hmm. That is Iden's turn, or do you want to say something? Yeah, you just said I just said it okay. earlier. Like, okay. We have to figure out what we're doing. Get out of here somehow. After that, it brings us to Kieran. As far as you Before can tell, Kieran. it's perfectly safe. Before Kieran goes, I'm going to take this opportunity to shout out the great battle music that we have going with Sirenscape because we missed that at the beginning. So I just want to make sure that we put that out there. Um, I, I had like sad music on and Jason whispered to me and he said, uh, maybe try battle music instead. It's not <laughs> so sad, sad yet. yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, Kieran is not looking good at all. Um, I would imagine most, I think all of his damage for the most part has been arrows. So like at this point, he's got like arrows that are still like sticking out of him. Um, And he will say, we've got to get to that bridge. If we can get to the bridge, maybe Frampton can do something about it if it is trapped. And then he's going to double move to get here. Okay. And then would perceiving be a separate action actively perceiving would be an action yes okay all right so then that's the end of my turn you get there and a fireball trap explodes of course it does i didn't get on the bridge okay i'm joking actually hold on let me what is it x um because i don't want to get in the way of frampton so i'll actually go only 55 feet so i'll step back just to give him room should he choose to come look at the bridge okay 
don't know if he can get there anyway, but I'll just prepare for that. Okay. I will act if, next if that's okay. Okay. So I will, since Kira ran over, double move. So I'll just kind of get over in this section here. Okay. That bridge. So I will move you to be right after Kieran. Okay. That will bring us to Frampton. <clears throat> Frampton comes alive. Um, Frampton will look over at where Kieran went. And went right, oh, I don't feel too chipper myself. Uh, suppose we could take a look at that bridge and we'll make his way over. Okay. Can only really get, like, here. Yep. Okay. So you're double moving over there as well. At this point, you hear that voice from down the courtyard again. Sounds like it's getting a little closer. Uh, Still a little bit away from you, though. And uh, it says, Looks like we have a couple of rangers here to break out their buddies. Well, see if you can get past me. And that will take us back to Aiden. Where's that voice coming from? It sounds like it's between the building over... Whoops. Sounds like it's between the building over here and this catapult someplace. Somewhere between there. So it's like, it's an invisible... Oh Thing. boy! Yeah, you hear a voice, but you don't see anybody. <sighs> Is it up, flying? Perhaps doesn't sound like it's coming from okay, above. Okay. okay. Ah, shoot! That changes things. Did you ward yourself, Dragon Bane's arrows? There, hiding. I will. He will move there and ready a shot um, if he sees any enemies. Okay. Brings us back to Kieran. Oh, already? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Um, Alright, I will... Seeing that Frampton's come up behind me, I guess I can step up, because I don't think I could really perceive well from where I was at, so I gotta get a little bit closer. Um, so I'm gonna step up there, and I'm just, like, scanning the bridge, trying to see if there's any anything that looks different than what the other bridge did. Okay. Uh, roll of perception. Okay. Only a 12. <laughs> uh, with a 12, you're looking over, and you're kind of distracted, so you know you're not being as thorough as you'd like to be, but you don't immediately notice anything different. Okay. Uh, I think that's all I want to do. Okay. That brings us to Jessup. Uh, Jessup will also try to um, just perceive to see if he can see if it's trapped or not. Alright. Or if it looks safe. Yep, no. Here, she... (laughs) 
Okay, 22. So even being like 10 feet back from the bridge, you look and at first it looks like everything's fine. But then you notice that the lever that is responsible for pulling the bridge out has been rigged in such a way that it is basically in the middle position. And it looks like a certain amount of weight on the bridge might be enough to just flip it automatically. And looking at the way it's been rigged, it would be difficult to undo it without accidentally dropping the bridge. Basically, it would take a disabled device check to try to, quote-unquote, fix the lever. Did you hold it from falling, assuming you had a high enough strength score? If you were to try to put too much pressure on it without like fine handling you might just trigger it on your own basically right. so like it's, it's, like you're it's, it's been it's been fitted very very finely basically yeah so jessup will relay that to frampton oh frampton looks like uh we got a whoopty daisy holding this lever up here if i get across in my fluffy state i might drop it we need your help and do I still? I don't know. If it was from action economy uh, perceiving that? Did that count as like a standard or a move? Or was that would be a standard of... action to actively look around. Yep. Okay. So there's nothing really more that I can do with a move action besides, I guess, get out of Frampton's way. I suppose. Okay. Because where's the lever? Is it right here? Yeah, it's right it? there. Okay. He fixes the bridge. Gets stabbed in the back. Stealth attack, and I die horribly. Yeah. Ah! Exactly. Be really I, helpful. Do you want me, here, I'll move my fluffy body here. <laughs> there, fine. Meat, meat shield. <laughs> meat shield. Hey. Get him, Danny DeVito. <laughs> that does also bring us to Frampton. Oh, Danny DeVito be with us. Um, okay, so he'll move up to the lever. Okay. And wh- what do I need to, like... It would be a disable device check to try to reposition this lever enough that you don't accidentally drop the bridge by moving it too much. 24. 24. Please say DC 20. I was... Yeah. You put your hands up to this lever and ever so slightly your hands are shaking because you know there's something behind you. You don't know how close it is. You're, (laughs) You're trying to focus yourself. You get your thieves' tools out and you see... Inside the lever mechanism, there's a little bit of wire jammed in so that touching it just enough will set off the gears. And you get your your uh, tiny pair of scissors from your thieves' kit and you go in there. Jesus, does he do it or not? <laughs> and you snip. And you touch the lever, move it into the up position. And it seems like the bridge is fine. Don't oh, say it boy. like that, Jason. My life is riding oh, on this. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, it seems. It appears to be okay. It, was, it, it appears was, to be fine. It was DC 20. <laughs> oh, my oh. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Rampton. I was going to say, if it's DC 25, like that's so heartbreaking. Well, as long as it wasn't DC 20. Nine, he wouldn't have accidentally triggered the trap with a 24. You have to roll less than five for it to 
Okay, so there's Frampton's turn. Frampton, do you tell them that the bridge is okay, or do you keep quiet <laughs> to see if they die? Oh, yes, yes, obviously. Frampton's like, oi, I, uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain that I uh, fixed this. About as certain as I was in that uh, vault. So, tally-ho. Speaking of which, I think currently he has a 100% trap disabling record. He yeah, gets an achievement for that, right? He rolled some He's crazy good master. disable device in the vault, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. At the bottom of that round, we have somebody else. Frampton. I'm not Frampton. Jessup. You hear the almost imperceptible sounds of footsteps coming right behind you. And then a voice saying, You didn't think you'd get away that easily, did you? As an invisible blade falls in your direction. Daddy, no! Becomes visible? Becomes visible? What? It better not be greater invisibility. It could be. It could Could be. be. That is going to be... sure not to miss. A 28 to hit your flat-footed AC. It was close. I had a 27 for some reason this round. <laughs> so yeah, insane. hit me. As this becomes visible behind you. It becomes visible behind. Oh my goodness. Is that Iden's ready to actually go off? Yes, it it will, will go as soon as I roll damage here. I'll describe okay. here. So you see a hobgoblin like that like that picture shows you. Um, whoops. You see a hobgoblin with kind of like pale blue skin in what seems to be some sort of commander's cloak with like an insignia on the shoulder holding a two-bladed sword. So like Darth Maul style. Oh, two-bladed sword. This guy is evil. It is a woman. A this woman. This woman is evil. So, Jessup, evil you take... Woman. Oh my gosh. Evil woman. You take <laughs> 12 points of damage from this uh, mm. blade. Ow. With sneak attack? Does it get sneak attack? Does uh, it get sneak attack? It didn't feel like sneak attack. Doesn't get sneak attack, hopefully. That'd be good. Um, Alright, so I'll roll my attack. Yeah, you can make your attack. You know, if I killed her with this attack, technically it would go off beforehand. You get that 12 damage back. (laughs) Uh, I think it would go off after the attack. Yeah, because I think you become visible, like, after. Uh, Yeah, yeah. it's wonky. It's wonky. Firing into combat, though, correct? So I have to have that that penalty applied. Firing into combat, but no cover. But no cover. No. Uh, a thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a thirteen too. hits Jessup. Roll damage. No. Oh no! Oh knee! Oh knee! Yeah, no problem. No Jessup, problem. you well, take twelve points of damage. No. I was fine. <laughs> um. Yeah, no problem. There's twelve more for you. You live forever, buddy. I Yikes. The well. Okay. So Aiden's ready to action, so he drops down to after, or before her. Okay. Four. Which now brings us to the top of the round again. We have Kieran. Okay. So is this a space to stand on, or is this not a space? 
Uh, sure. It's mostly okay. free, open, and, and whatnot, so... Okay, alright. So then... I'm going to... I don't know if this is legal. I'll just do this. Double move across the bridge. Okay. You start walking sure. across the bridge... And well, actually, I guess before I do that, I would look at Frampton and say, Frampton, are you sure about this? And then almost without letting Frampton, like, make any sort of movement, he just books it across the bridge. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, pretty sure. <laughs> it's, that's part of the- you begin <laughs> running across the bridge, and Whispers. you can feel it rock back and forth ever so slightly, but you're able to get across without hearing the snapping of the chain beneath you. Which brings us to Jessup. Uh, delay. Okay. Well, free action, I guess, would be like, uh, you guys need to get out of here. I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing okay. Oh, I'm doing okay. You know, I- I've had worse situations. I've had better. I'm okay. Frampton, that brings <laughs> us to you. To me? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, all right, if... Jessup says that, then, um... Can't make it that far. What's your movement? 60. I can make it, like, there. Yeah, that's far enough. Huh! Across the bridge. Okay. Frampton starts running across. Seems fine. Brings us to Aiden. I was just thinking, if this is a movie, it's like cinematic, like, to let the others get away, you cut off the access point. Again? Like, like, Rush sacrifices the character for our Right. But hey, at least this time we'd actually get the bridge destroyed. (laughs) The only time we destroyed the bridge. The question is, does he need to do that? Because even if he doesn't, right, all three of you run away, he's the slowest member, so if somebody's gonna get caught, it's gonna be him anyways. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what's that I saying will... you just have to outrun the enemy or you yeah. just have to outrun your buddy you. yeah. Yeah. So. yeah I will double move to there okay you double move to the start of the bridge outstretch your hands so that Jessup can't get by yeah no he <laughs> blocks the path he tries to make himself as big as possible like yep. he's intimidating okay. a grizzly yep <laughs> okay no, he'll shout out Jessup, don't get left behind! As he whines out. Whine? Okay. Okay. Whine? Because he does. Whines. He whines out. <laughs> when, I, when I think of Aiden, I think of a certain level of, of wimpiness. That's fair. Okay. So that is Aiden's turn. Um, Jessup, did you want to go before the next round? Let her kill me before I go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. yeah, I'll go. Uh, yeah, I was thinking I would just die. Okay, no, here comes yeah. 16 attacks. Oh my goodness. Wow, that escalated yeah. quickly. Yeah, right. Jessup <laughs> will five foot step back. Look at Aiden. Aiden, my boy. You gotta get out of here. And then he will cast a spell. Okay. Suggestion. Oh, On Aiden? No. Yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was, I was what? Gonna, I'm going to resist? I was like, there's no need for you to die here? <laughs> this guarantee will not work. You're casting it on the person? Yep. Okay, what are you suggesting? I think that because uh, your colleague over there fell, you might need to go get the reinforcements yourself. Okay. Uh, that's pretty good. That's uh, a reasonable I, suggestion. Yeah, I'll give him credit for that. Give him points! Give him points! I'm just double-checking the will save on this character. Plus 13 will save. He's a natural Early one. will pass. He's <laughs> probably a, like a war priest. Uh, yeah. the, Highest scores will. Check the yeah. PDF or, as wisdom. Well. Actually, has a flat plus 16. So, literally <laughs> well, a natural I, I just want to make sure that they're not... Okay, it doesn't look like they're including the bonus to fear in the base save. So, okay. That we'll gives away something. Nice, subtle giveaway there, Jason. That's a good nod. I like that. Has a plus four will save. And I rolled a three. But does it work? Does it? But, but Okay. You call out to this person and you say, you know, that they have to get reinforcements themselves. And you see their face kind of twist in anger as they curse in Goblin and they say, I'll be back. And they start running off in this direction. God. Jason, what? you can't oh. say it in that voice. You have to say, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> I have, I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> I'm gonna pee my pants. Mage armor. Mage armor. Mage armor. Mage armor. Mage armor. I I can't. I'm not an king caster. Yeah, you see, oh, you see the character, uh, and it's it's her turn right after yours, anyways. So you see, on her turn, she does a full run to get all the way to the other side of the courtyard, towards the tower. She is trying to make the utmost of haste. As soon as she does that, like, I know I probably can't a free action. He'd be like, holy beep, I cannot believe that worked. <laughs> I just, I'm just curious for, ah, uh, the map's too big. All right. Just, just curious. Huh. Probably not. Oh, wait, maybe from this one. I mean, you might be able to make some shots, but... No, dude, I swear I will slap you. Your uncle will push you off this bridge. I would. Do it. Do it. Get it this correctly. It disrupts, dude. Go. Do it. Do it. Line of sight. I could could lose four more arrows across the map. Go for it. That's not even... That's barely out. That's just not my my first range increment. That's all. It's Karen's turn. Oh, my gosh. Jessup has never lost anger before, but I swear. You said it's Kieran's turn? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Kieran will glance back and see that they're sort of making it, and he's going to yell out, Hurry! Get across the bridge! And then I'm going to just double move off the map. Okay. You fall into the trap that is just off the map. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's a giant pit trap. Two d six damage. Kieran dies. What you didn't realize is that the edge of the map actually is is a void of white space that yeah. um, if a character goes into it, it's yep. a death. Yep. Checks out. 
After right, Kieran, yeah, it no. is Frampton. Are you just running after him? Yeah, it? same. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Aiden? Mechanically run as far as he can. Okay. You mechanically run, and because you're so heavy, the bridge collapses and it strands <laughs> Jessup on the other side. And <laughs> Jessup, what are you doing? Are you running too? Uh, probably a limping jog, but yes. Yes, okay. indeedy. <laughs> so, got away. with a very lucky spell. Yeah. 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 And a very lucky disabled device check. Yeah. yeah, and a lucky perception check. Because he had a plus four. So yeah, that was a very lucky was, perception check, was, too. Yeah. yeah. It was DC 20 perception, so that was the a... The old guys are coming in clutch. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so that was that was a close perception check. Um, but yeah, with all of those lucky circumstances, the four of you cross the bridge and retreat into the forest. And about a minute goes by until you hear a blood-curdling roar come from the direction of the fort in the distance as you continue to run. A roar, you say? Big bad. Yep. What 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 kind of Can roar? we make any check on that like a knowledge yeah. arcana? We can roll a uh you can roll a knowledge arcana or a knowledge nature. Okay. Okay. I will roll a knowledge. Let me. I gotta take off favorite enemy. Add in. Oh, I rolled a twenty-eight knowledge arcana. Okay. Natural nineteen. A knowledge what? Which knowledge? Uh, Never mind. I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm sure I don't have it. So I did with rogue. a with a ten knowledge nature. Um, you don't recognize this sound at all. Um. Kieran, with a 28 knowledge arcana, you recognize distinctly the roar of a dragon. Oh man, if I was just a little bit quicker, I could have, I could have had it, but I, I didn't have it prepared. Oh well. You, That's not good. You remember uh, maybe a chat you had with your grandfather and how he described what it sounded like. And it is almost bone-chilling how accurate his description was. It, like, sends chills up Kieran's spine because it's the first time he's ever heard a dragon. Like, he's he's never actually even seen one. And he was all talk? Kieran, we're not that uh, far away if you want to go back and check it out. He just shakes his head. It's just, just coughing up blood. Yeah. He just shakes his head. Okay. You guys make it. I'll move you over to the survival map there. You guys make it. Probably run for a solid half hour, an hour or so. Getting as far away as you can. Just to make sure you're not immediately followed. Before you maybe begin to slow down and cover your tracks. It's still fairly early in the morning. Um... We were just free stop for a second. Uh, anybody uh, <clears throat> need some healing? Yeah. yeah, that would be fantastic. Okay. Gonna use up a lot of my spells here, but uh, each one of you, come here. Before All you right. do that, Kieran's gonna, like, like, 
horribly yank out the arrows that have been like embedded in him knowing that magical healing will heal over the wounds but he wants to get rid of the, the arrows first so okay. uh Frampton does the worm over to Jessup. Alright. <laughs> Frampton, if you were to give me a number, what would it be? <laughs> I feel about, oh, uh, you know, three out of 44. Nice. Kieran? I'm thinking about four out of 37. And, uh, Aiden, my boy? Actually doing just fine. If I were to put a number to it, I, I would say 19 out of 62. <laughs> what you... Out of game. Just <laughs> what did you, just... you say? Well, what was I worried about? What are you running away for yeah. then? Yeah. yeah, you should have stayed and fought. You should have shot four arrows at her as she was running away. Right? Throw that out there. I'm very happy that that worked because I sure thought I was going to die. And to throw that out there, when she stabbed me for... Uh, 12 damage. I have 13 HP. Oh my god. I rolled <laughs> I rolled a 2 on the die. Oh my word. Oh my goodness. The orange was a lie. You were you were in the red? Oh, that was, no, that that's not brown. orange. That's brown because I pooped my pants. <laughs> he even said last session that he he pooped his pants, so that was No, impressive. I don't I don't like the color things. I'd like to give you guys guessing. All right. So, uh Oh, I was guessing. Frampton. 18. Ow. Nice. You'll live forever. Kieran. I'll live forever. Eight. Eight. Thank you much. Jessup. Aww. Six. <laughs> I'm a seven. I'll, I'll be alright. Then, uh, Aiden. Is that another six? Ah, oh, it is. It tricked me. Aww. Alright. I am, uh, out of spells. Decibel. Uh, if you guys need some cantrips, let me know. Other than that, uh, uh bardic performance. Listen, I I hate to say this. I know we didn't want to do this, but we got in over our heads there. We, and I'll be the first to say that that didn't go quite the way I had planned it to go. But right now, I don't know if we've got any other other option but heading back to Miss Home. We can't uh. go back looking like this. It'll take days. For us to get back to fighting shape. Yeah, I think they're going to be on uh, high alert, and uh, those rocks were kind of a pain in the butt. I, I don't know about a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I'd been preparing myself for the dragon to be there, but I don't know if anything prepares you for that sound. It was horrifying. I didn't front what, what do you think of thought that you might say that. And I agree with Kieran. You have to go back to Mist Home. But I want to stay. I am going to watch the camp. See what I can learn. I will stay in the shadows and I will not let myself be spotted. But I have to know what they will do. Aiden, haven't you ever heard you're not supposed to split the party? That's the number one rule. Don't split the party. Uh, Father Nolan taught me well about splitting parties. But I learned from other heroes in my life. Sometimes we have to go our own ways. We'll meet again. 
What's Kieran will survival put... check. Yeah, right. Is this possible? Yeah. Unless uh, Iden's the only one who can navigate the thing, would that would be pretty bad? Iden's <laughs> got a zero, so yeah, about that. Yeah, uh, Iden, as uh, noble as that is, there, buddy, I don't think any of us will be able to make it to the camp. Miss Tomodachi, I, I don't even know where it is, and my survival is okay. And Frampton and Kieran are pretty, pretty bad straits. I, I have a spell that that might be able to get you far enough that you remember your way back home. You could cover a lot of ground in just a day. Aiden, you would know. Well, roll a knowledge geography or a survival check. Uh, which one do you want? If you, knowledge geography would be more applicable. Okay. Then I will do that. How about survival? <laughs> you can try for a survival. It's a higher DC. That's fine. It's a natural one for you listening. Or an 11 for you also listening. However, survival is a 17 on the die for a 30. Okay, with the penalty for rolling a natural one on geography. Um, I say best guess you have. Probably take you five days to get back to Miss Home from where you're at. So it'd be two weeks there and back. Uh, if you went fast, it'd be a little less than, but... Right. Yeah. It would take. Some be, time. I mean, it'd almost be a full two weeks before they met up again. Potentially. Even longer if they got lost. Mm-hmm. That's why I was Sorry. asking because even if, even if Jessup, who is native to Nirmathas, was able to navigate the Fangwood, he's never been to Misthome. So. Kieran's been there once. Mm-hmm. I but. What possession you to think that you need to stay back? I mean, no offense, you fight very good and bravely, but I mean, we kind of all got a Tusha's handed back to us over there, and uh, you didn't fare any better than we did. Uh, if you get spotted, plus dragons, who knows what abilities they got? I think it's best to come back with us. There's nothing we can do here. And there's nothing that you can do dead, or nothing we could do if we die. Understand that perspective, Jessup. But I just think... Uh, I saw slaves, or captives, or, or something working there. I have to know what will happen to them. And I know from attacking another hobgoblin camp, if we had more knowledge and we were better prepared, it might not have gone as poorly. Aiden, what, what's the benefit of knowing what happens to them? It's not like you can do anything about it. You're one man against an entire fort. So you could sit here and watch them execute them one by one out in the courtyard. What's that going to do to you? It's just going to drive you mad. There's no benefit is... to that. Yeah, like Kieran said, I've never been to this mist home. Who knows how many rangers are stuck up in the, that fort? Trevelay. I mean, it could be five, ten, fifteen. But you have to think how many people are counting at you back at Mist Home. Well, I'm sure there's more than that. Women, children. They send up for the Rangers, kid. They know what they were in for. These survivors out in Mist Home, they're just normal people. I haven't been there, and trust me, 
I've been wanting to go out to all these forts myself to see what happened to the rangers, but... It's just kind of cut our losses. And I'm usually the optimistic one. Listen, at the end of the day, the decision's yours. But I just want you to know what you're, you're up against. I know these hobgoblins, they're ruthless. And you staying behind is afraid not going to do anything to help those people inside. know what I am up against. I have heard what you each have to say, and I will take a night to think about my decision. Okay, I will think about it tonight. Should we, uh, we find a place to set up camp then, and then we can all figure out what we want to do in the morning? Well, we better you get know. a ways away from here, because I'm going to bet they'll send out patrols looking for us. They know how many we are, and I'm sure they've got more. Uh, as far as we are now, we should move carefully and slowly. I, I will try to obscure our tracks. I don't have any spells to help, but I, I think I can make it hard to follow us. If we go further, uh, we could camp safely, hopefully. I I have something that'll help us. And he will pull out his... Um, he pulls out a little pouch from his bag. Um, and he undoes the tie on it and starts sprinkling it on the ground behind us as we walk. And he's like, Aijan, I'm sure you re recall this from when we first met. Uh, it's how I've been moving around the Fangwood without leaving tracks. Um, it's it's dust of tracelessness that'll cover our tracks for a little ways at least, maybe enough to throw them off the trail. How much Full do you surprises. have? I only have this one left. I use the rest of it. But it'll it's good for about 250 feet. So we can spread it here, make it maybe make it look like we went one direction, and then head a separate direction. Maybe that's, that'll be enough to throw him off. hope so, but I, I don't know if they have hounds. Uh, can he not roll a uh, recall knowledge or a retroactive perception check? Do you see any beasts or animals? Um, in your observations, you might have seen a couple animals going about. Um, you would have seen the rocks, of course. And you would have seen one hobgoblin that crossed the courtyard from the tower to one of the side buildings with a some sort of, like, cougar or something at, yeah. at beside it, and then later on crossed back to the tower. We will still have to be careful, Kieran. That will help, uh, but I think we will have to do more to obscure our scent, even. Uh, there are many ways to track someone. I've got a couple of doses of deodorizing agent. Could coat two of us, but unfortunately I don't have anything more than that. That will do. Uh, and hopefully if we cross a few rivers, uh, that will be enough. And he'll take a winding trail back to a safe spot, trying to wade through a couple of creeks on our way. Okay. So you're using... Yes, I'm using my Dust of Tracelessness. Yeah. And there's 
two doses of dust of tracelessness or deodorizing agent. So coating a creature in a vial of this milky odorless substance takes one minute and renders it scentless for 1d3 hours. Creatures that rely on scent for locating creatures do not gain the benefit of this ability against a creature affected by a dose of deodorizing agent. Awesome. Okay. So I will roll a d3. So one dose is one hour and the other dose is three hours. Uh, okay. Who should we coat in this agent? I'm not um, sure you got enough agent to cover me. <laughs> I, I would give it to Kieran and Jessup. Um, Fremden can rely on natural stealth and Aiden, I'm sure, has developed other methods to mask his scent from animals naturally. You can get a quick survival from that. Looking at Frampton, he's been doing the worm in the dirt this whole time, so his scent is completely obscured Correct. by the dirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Is there a uh, mechanical chen- uh, check to obscure that kind of stuff? I wonder, under survival or something. There, there might be. Uh, I don't know if they get quite that detailed. Yeah. I think they cover everything probably under the covering tracks aspect oh. of survival. They probably just lump it all together. Yeah. Rather than so- swipping it up with a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Kieran will spend the minute coating himself and then he'll hand the other dose to Jessup and Jessup you can either use that in yourself or give it to somebody else if you don't want to use it but he's giving that to you because I know even just I mean I don't know about real life but I know mechanically by Pathfinder standards scent can go like it can be pretty far especially if you're downwind of something mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can smell for mechanically a ridiculous amount depending on your natural abilities and 250 I think is not far enough to get outside of that so well, otherwise uh, is for the tracks the scent yeah, yeah 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 I know yeah that's what I'm saying I think we'll need the combination of all of them it's yeah. good 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 stuff so I won't use the dust of tracelessness until Aiden says that we're at a good spot I'm mm-hmm. Kieran's relying on him with his tracking ability to kind of give an idea of when it would be best to use that Okay, and uh, he might not start obscuring things until they get to a point where he thinks this would leave them with no place to go thereafter and waste a bit of their time looking for us. If somebody did follow the trail, they'd whine for a ways, realize, oh, this is they're gone, and that you know we got away, kind of thing. So he's being a little bit deliberate about the timing of when he starts obscuring things. Okay. He wants to waste time. He wants to slow him down. He wants him to be doing busy work. Okay. So we'll say that you spend pretty much the entire day yeah, uh, ensuring that your retreat is as uh, untraceable as possible. Um, using up what items you have, magical or mundane, to make sure that they cannot easily track you and by the time you start to feel nightfall coming along you're fairly confident that you've done all that you can um i didn't roll a survival check for the mundane measures that you're taking to cover your tracks uh nice Man, Aiden, you have rolled so many natural ones, and that attack you rolled before we started streaming? Yep. It's insane. So that was a natural one for a 14. Half ranger level to track, which I'm sure can work in reverse, but So, yeah, Aiden, a lot of your mind is elsewhere. 
Oh, as I was saying, yeah, no, he's you're covering he's, your tracks as best you can, but you cannot help but think that, like, you know, there are rangers in that fort, and you can't help but worry that by the time you get back, whether you go back tomorrow or go back ten days, they might not be there, or there might be fewer than there could have otherwise been. And that nagging thought is kind of distracting you while you're trying to cover tracks. Uh, the deodorizing agent, the dust of tracelessness, still do their part, of course. But Aiden is just I a little distracted. I think it's just another instance of, like, he's just really tired of losing. And every time, like, literally, like, wow. How many instances have we thought that we're like getting a step ahead of things? That we're gonna we're gonna really make some significant progress, you know? You get set back. Well and it's it's one I'd of like those it. where you you ran away, but you all survived. Right. You took it's out ten of their people and you all survived. I, yeah. I understand all that. And as far as like a meta perspective, I mean we secured Mist Home, we had a huge survival rate, but and Iden's limited frame where he can only see the neck. He can't see the silver linings. He can just see, I failed here, I failed here, he's, I failed he's, here. He's focusing on what he's losing, not what he's mm-hmm. keeping. Yeah. And I think that telling him what he has kept is like, yeah, but I didn't get, I didn't gain from that. Like, this is not, that's going to fall on deaf ears for him. Okay. Well, we'll say roughly on the map, I'll kind of ping where you guys would roughly be. You're kind of in this area. South. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Wait. Ping it again for us. Am I not? Oh, I'm, on the, I'm on the GM, GM layer. You're <laughs> in like this area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, which would be like five miles, I think, from the fort. And you set up your camp... What are you guys going to be doing for the watches? I think if we ever we needed to use that wand, we probably need to. We all need rest, and the wand's our best option for being alert. It's your wand, though, Jessup. It's up to you, but that's my vote. Yeah, I can. Does everybody want to stay awake tonight? So the rest of you think... Probably the best bet. It can be all of us, uh, but I'm willing to do it alone if that's the case. No offense, uh, I... I didn't. I don't know if you should be alone right at this point. I doubt I'll get much sleep anyway. Alright, so uh, let me go ahead and I'll try this on uh, me first. Hi, right, Karen. Yep. Ooh. Frampton. Yep. Aiden. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Nice. <laughs> those rolls, though. Too, too bad you those know, went to uh, Spellcraft there. Yeah, can we get those on Spellcraft, please? <laughs> I don't know, Jessup. I, I realize that you roll really well on a skill that, that you only fail if you get a one on. <laughs> I was just wondering, have you considered reallocating where do you spend your energy on... Um, Good, but uh, I, you know, I had friends that go the min-max route, and it's just not my thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it's funny. It doesn't always help. 
<laughs> yeah, Clearly. what did this? Uh, what said this friend? He was a paladin. Boy, I got stories for you about that. Okay. Oh, natty ones. So, all four of you, <laughs> all four of you are going to be staying up tonight, keeping eyes out uh, as the hours pass. There's a couple moments when you kind of jump a bit, hearing a noise in the distance, only to see that it's like a wolf that's scared off by the four of you. Or you hear uh, a growl or a roar, and for a second, like, your blood, ro- your blood rolls, runs cold, but then you realize it's, it's not the same roar that you heard before. All of you are kind of a little on edge. But the night passes. And you don't hear or see any signs of hobgoblins or dragons until the next morning comes. You still don't see them. The way that it was worded, it was somewhat, somewhat misleading. Sorry, my head's elsewhere. I'm getting but, in. And yeah, the, the next morning comes, and you seem fairly safe. You think the uh, the amount of effort you put into uh, into uh, misleading your tracks probably paid off. Uh, if it didn't throw them completely off your tracks, it at least slowed them down. They didn't catch up to you yet. Early in the morning, Iden's going to go out and forage some uh, whatever kind of herbs or plants or florals he can use to make an yeah. herbal tea. He obviously couldn't find... I don't know where tea grows in yeah. the inner sea region. I imagine closer to you uh, find, Grundy, but you, you find a variety of different herbs, some poisonous mushrooms. Um, you crush the mushrooms up, make a tea out of them. Mm-hmm. And he drinks it and kills himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's not gonna help. God, it's yeah. so dark, so right. bad. With I All think right, I think a twenty-seven. That. The... That, that joke was in a little bit of taste, but <laughs> it was there. Probably look how bad that tea tasted, but. Um, <laughs> I think the DC to to make tea is a thirty. Oh well, yeah. In that case, I do get sick. Yeah, no, no, he's just grabbing herbs and stuff. He yeah. can't make tea because yeah. he doesn't have it, but he'll make leaf juice. Okay. <laughs> leaf juice. Ew. So, Gross, like, I love that's like calling, leaf juice. I was going to say, it's like calling coffee bean juice. I don't like it. I love bean juice. Hot bean juice, like cold it. bean juice, ice uh, bean juice. Cold bean juice with cow udder juice. Oh, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so don't forget you all regain hit points your level man I need those our level plus con uh, right? yes Ooh, I'm back to over half which I will hey. point out Get my having back. successfully escaped oh, I forgot <laughs> the next morning level comes and you find yourselves with a with a pop up in front of your characters that says level seven. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for years. Pudding. Oh, yeah. Finally. 
Dude. It turns out right, killing guys, ten enemies, killing ten enemies in a row, gets you some XP. <laughs> we're fine. We're XP we can totally take the fort again. <gasps> Ooh, so we're level seven? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys were level six this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, that's satisfying. So, do we get that extra HP? Yeah, so do seven plus your con. Yay! Oh. That extra one makes a difference when you're 16 nice. out of 49. And if you guys nice. want, we can go down the line rolling your hit points. Sure. Oh, so, I, yeah. I want to. Oh, so, there's going to get a three. Who's oh, going to go first? I can go first. Okay. Now, remind me. I re-roll ones, twos, threes? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Alright. This is nerve-wracking. A ten. Oh! oh call it. A ten. Ten on nice. a d12. That'll that make up is... for your HP a little bit. Yeah, All right. that, that helps a little bit. Let's go Jess up. So Four. then plus my con too, right? Yeah. Yeah, plus your con. So, so yeah, coming over to Jess up. We're on a d8. Oh, two. You get to re-roll that one or not on a D8? D8s re-roll ones, not uh, twos. Uh-oh, you guys' videos froze. I win it. It's uh -oh. the, the game can't comp... Yeah, it, it just can't comprehend. I can see everybody's two. Oh, Josh died. I just reset. Oh, Jason okay. and Sarah's internet is trucking. Oh. Uh -oh. Wait. oh, wait, so that too never happened, right? Right. Never happened. Right. Were it so easy. <laughs> but yeah, two plus your con. I can't remember. Oh yeah, I, I did. I did actually track what you guys rolled. So I, Ooh, I do robot. know you. You are a robot. You guys are about to lose your internet. <laughs> beep boop pop. You rolled Well, I can keep talking until I'm normal again. Jason, no matter how much talking you do, you will never be normal. No offense. Oh, wow. No. Yeah, Roll20 gave me the connection message. I think it's just you and Sarah, because... Yeah. 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 I hear you other fine. Yeah. I hear you guys just fine. I yeah. think we just need to reroll HP since they seem to crash out. That seems fair. Like, I clearly Roll20 was bugged. I think so. I don't think that's how that works at all. Why, just, just for fun? <laughs> Not any better. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I don't know. Do you guys get anything cool for level seven? Yes and no. Goes up. Sarah cool. definitely does. Sarah, I... this is a much bigger level for Sarah. I didn't feel like that I got much looking at it. It was pretty lackluster until I realized, Josh, which you know the pain or through the godsend this is being able to start your. Uh, party performance as a move action. Yeah. I was like, oh, so good to be able to do. Yeah, I thought about that. Like, man, actually, that's that frees up so much action economy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can do a lot more. Oh, I can still attack. I can cast spells. I can do, uh, you know, like perception roll like I did before, actively doing stuff. Instead of being shoehorned to be like, I can do this or be less helpful. <laughs> Yeah, Brandon, okay. I think I think ultimately you've rolled fairly average for Jessup because in my records here, 
you've rolled a couple sevens and eights, and then a three and a two and a four. So I think you. Yeah, I had pretty. Out. I had pretty good HP. That's fine. So next up, we have Iden and Frampton. Which one of you guys wants to roll? Frampton, you take it away. I'm still picking my feet. <laughs> Frampton also rolls a two. Hey, D8, brother. D8. Uh, yeah, looks really like Frampton's bad. also probably pretty average. He had an eight, a six, two sixes. Ooh, don't forget your favorite class bonuses there. I've got a. Oh yes, I'll take that in HP. Ten <laughs> well, percent chance of getting ten. So basically, it should happen. Go ahead and roll it. Next. I, I get to re-roll you that. Re-roll once. You always yeah. roll a one when you do your hit points, it seems. Brandon uh, always does, then he rolls max. You oh my goodness. You re-roll ones, <laughs> but if you roll three ones in a row, you die. <laughs> you die? <laughs> I'm taking the chance. Boom! Oh, there goodness. we go. Out of ten. I would ten. like to point out that that has happened for the past, like, six levels. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> I have to say, real quick, I am a little frustrated because... My total HP is now at 49, and I do not get a favored class bonus, so I can't make that a nice 50. (laughs) A little frustrating. Yeah, what are you guys going to do for your favored class bonuses, do you think? HP. Uh, HP. For sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's like, the way this campaign's going... Well, actually, maybe I won't, because I think I can get another spell. You can do that as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to pick another spell. Okay. that off. I'll put class no. under Jessup. I'll put HP for Frampton. Aiden, what do you think you're going to do? Skills? I don't know. Uh, it looks like you've done HP for every level so far. I, I think it's going to be HP again. I can't imagine spending it on anything else. As much as I love my skills, I um, kind of need to not be bad at the game. <laughs> yeah. So, so Jason, do you, do you want us to just, like, we'll level after the session? Um... Or it's already you did online. You you could probably do it now. Yeah. It might not be that long. I did it like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it while we were talking. I'm probably okay. Because yeah, I think for I Frampton, it's just skill ranks, sneak attack. Skill ranks and sneak attack, HP, and um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a shadow walker, so there's no there's yeah. nothing that happens at level seven for shadow walkers. We get a feat. Oh yeah, I suppose I do get a feat. Right? I already know which one I'm taking. Yep, every, yeah, every it's an odd, level it's a odd level, so we're going to get feats here. I'm taking probably a not fantastic one, but I'm taking Inspiring Mentor. Oh, we're level 7. I know what I'm oh. taking. <laughs> inspiring Mentor. Let's see what that is. It is prerequisite Charisma 13, Inspire Competence, Bardic Performance. So now benefits are my inspired competence now affects all allies within 30 feet who can hear your performance as long as they're attempting the same skill. Okay. Okay. So I get plus three to everybody. Nice. Gain a cohort and followers. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) narratively, that doesn't even make any sense. (laughs) Oh, cohort (laughs) just appears out of the woods. Francis, we finally found you. We've been looking for each other for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a group, a band of merry men following. I've become Robin Robin Hood. Exactly. In tights. (laughs) Um. 
I can't remember your background skills, Jace. Could those go into heal? I feel like it's heal went up. Uh, I don't believe so. I don't think that was one of the options, no. Geography, I remember being. Uh, the knowledge, ge yeah, knowledge geography would be, yeah. Handle animal? Nope. What are they? Do you have the list there? Uh, I can, I can get the list. That's the last one I have to fill. I think it was, um... I have the list. Okay. So, appraise, craft, knowledge, engineering, geography, history, or nobility, linguistics, perform, or profession. Four months broken for a bard. Alright, I'll just put it in geography. That makes the most narrative sense. Okay. I wanted to up heal, but I also thought handle animal getting a little buff made sense, too, because of what he did. Yeah. You handled the rocks, though. You sure did there, my boy. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so I am uh, pretty much leveled. I just got to pick my feet. I've I've narrowed it down to two. Hmm. Two weapon defense or double slice? Double slice. Go big, dude. Get that double slice. You can get faint on that, yes. can't you? I don't have a strength modifier. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, there it is. Okay. Yep. Yep. I, I, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, in that case, you might want to pick the, the one unless you get a bonus to your AC, right? Yeah. What's the so one that lets you faint with one of your attacks? Or is that just improved faint? Or how does that work? Can't there's remember. a number of fainting. There's two weapon faint, improved faint, greater faint. There's a bunch of faints. I think it's I think it's two weapon faint that I was thinking of that you might want to check out. Uh, I think you need prerequisites for that one. Yeah, Dex and Int. Um, although you can, there's a couple yeah, of ways to. Yeah, you need to... combat expertise. Oh, that's right. That's so right. There's a bit so of you pick up tax to pick that. Most people, and I think you you could look up uh, dirty fighting. You could pick that up, which will count as having combat expertise and 13 intelligence, and then you could get two weapon. Yeah. You forgo you your first primary attack, so you basically you give up your highest bonus to hit. But you get sneak attack on a full round attack. If you hit with your lower bonuses, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a trade-off. And it's not good, but it's kind of iconic. It's not bad either, I should say. Just something to think about. Yeah, Channel so might. while all of the rest of you are thinking about that, Brandon, you said you were good to go. Do you want to kind of just give a rundown of what you got at this level? Uh... Yeah, I still need to pick some spells, but I did get, I did get another uh, level one spells. I do get level three spells, which ooh. is big. Ooh, I need to look through those. Um, I can now start my bardic performance as a move action. Nice. So that'll be nice for action economy. Um, and then uh, with my feet, now my inspired competence, which I said now can impact all allies up to 30 feet doing the same one so it's kind of nice and sometimes when we're doing like those climb checks and stuff i can just pop it once and everybody yeah can get that yeah um so it's nice okay anybody else done or is everybody else kind of looking over some stuff still looking over some stuff still but i i think this is the one where i have to bite the bullet and i think i know what i've picked okay what Deadly might that be? I don't think rangers get anything astounding at 7th level. Nope. 
Nope, it's actually kind of boring. I get what I think is thematically a very cool ability, and I like having it a lot, but I don't know why. Uh, for some weird reason, it doesn't work with magical difficult terrain. That is Woodland Stride. So, starting at 7th level, a ranger may move through any sort of undergrowth, such as natural thorns, briars, overgrown areas, and similar terrain, at his normal speed and without taking damage or suffering any other impairment. Thorns, briars, and overgrown areas that are enchanted or magically manipulated to impede motion, however, still affect him. So, things like uh, sickening and tangle yep. still affects him. So, I think that's pretty dumb. But it's the rules as written, and uh, it makes sense. It will give him a distinct advantage in fights uh, in the Fangwood if we start playing properly with terrain difficulties. If we are all in difficult terrain, Aiden has a huge boost in power compared to every other melee combatant because he can freely take five foot steps and do full round attacks, and they would be stuck with move actions that provoke and single attacks. It would also technically help you in overland travel because going through the Fangwood, you're now technically faster than everybody else. Correct. I am now technically faster. So rather than looking at the 20-foot movement speed per day, I can look at the 30-foot movement speed because half of that is lower than what you would be normal. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's not bad, and is in this setting, it makes a bigger difference than it does for most rangers. So that is the one thing I'm really happy about. And then as far as the feat that I chose, I feel a little stuck, and I'm, I'm going to have to pick up Deadly Aim. It is just now at this level, uh, with Deadly Aim, my to-hit bonus is unchanged, whether I'm doing melee or range, which means I'm exactly equally the same my damage output will just be higher on a bow yeah yeah you were hitting too often before weren't missing a single (laughs) shot i'm not happy about it either i wanted to get the other one no i'm I'm cool with lowering that to hit i'm cool with it my my next one which i'm excited about but i won't be able to get now will be my level nine i'll pick up vital strike i think is the next one which is a pretty classic uh you could do that now i could Oh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll take Vital Strike and save Deadly Aim for later. I like. I do. I prefer. I do like Vital Strike. Vital Strike is pretty cool. I think it's a neat one. Yeah. But yeah, mm. with uh, if I calculate your movement speed using the thirty foot, and then applying the half speed, mm-hmm. you'd be moving at twelve miles a day instead of eight. So you'd actually get to Mist Home in four days. Mm, that's nice. So it actually that that ability does actually speed things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm done now. I don't. I I'm changing my mind because you can apply vital strike to range or melee. Yep. That I think is more thematic for Aiden as he is constantly switching between the two of them. Yep. It makes my one single action I have to take hit a lot harder, and I can pick up deadly aim later when my BAB has further progressed. Yeah. I think I'll switch the order on that. Seems pretty good. So we know Jessup and Aiden for the most part. Uh, Justin, what were you going to give for Frampton? So obviously he got the sneak attack. Is now a 4d6, so I get an extra damage dial, sneak attacks. Yeah, um, boy. Yes, we could utilize that flanking. I know. Uh, yeah. um, We're going to work and, on it. 
on an anticipation of that, I'm trying to increase his rapier skill. So mm. even though the daggers would always hit, I still want him to focus on <laughs> rapiers. Um, I should just switch to dual daggers, but I'm not gonna. Um, so I actually ended up taking weapon focus rapier. Okay. For I that. like it. Just, just give him the plus one to his attack. Um, last combat was really disappointing because I just could not land an attack to save my life. So if we can get that attack up as much as possible, I think that'd be great. Um, and then if we utilize flanking, that could be... You said you picked up favored weapon? Uh, I weapon already had focus. favorite. I had oh, weapon focus. Fin finesse yeah. training and I had... Um, yeah. Did your base attack bonus get... go up at 7th level? It did not. Uh Unfortunately, nope. Oh yeah, it did. It went up to plus five. Okay, so yeah, yeah, now your rapier is like two higher to hit. Yes, so I'm now instead of nine, I'm plus eleven to hit. Yeah, not bad. As long as I'm in my favorite illumination as well, I think affects it. It does not. Never mind. Favorite illumination doesn't affect it. But if I put on two weapon fighting, it'll drop me back down to nine. But that should be good because uh, before I was at seven to hit with uh, two weapon fighting so basically that kind okay. of negates that this yeah. level yeah um, other than that the visions the visions and I learned a language <laughs> what language did you learn is it uh, abyssal Inferno. goblin troll Goblin. Giant. Goblin. I went with Goblin. Cool. Goblin. Cool. <laughs> Solid thematic choice for yeah. this campaign. Yeah. Um, Dragon. And the, the last one I took was uh, just off the wall that will probably never come up at all. <laughs> hmm. That's yeah, fun, I like to. I think I like flavoring that where since you all were awake the whole night, maybe Frampton, you were like asking them to teach you some some basic words in goblin so that you could recognize when a hobgoblin was saying something so maybe yeah. like as you were all watching around like they'd give a word be like this means this and they right. maybe just some basic verb verbiage yeah and i've always had it in my head that like Aiden can piece things together on context but mostly he just understands some of like the basic like military terminology. He wouldn't really understand yeah. he couldn't discuss philosophy and like, like attack, the, retreat, example. cover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You were a coward, you fool, you should turn around. I'm gonna build kill your you. character better. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, build, build your character, character better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that one was just me, sorry. Sarah, are you nearly done, do you I think? I think so. Yeah, I've got Stuff I've got to do offline with spells, but that's fine. Okay. So I am taking my second level in Dragon Disciple, which oh. is a pretty big level for me. So first off, I get a plus two bonus to my strength. So my strength wow. goes from 16 to 18. So that's why I had him like working out and stuff, because like he's beefing up a little bit. Those yeah. abs. Yeah, those abs. real now. He's really yeah. grown into the defined lines yeah. of his tattoos. Now yep. your, your two-handed <laughs> attack is is uh, lots more damage. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, well, it's a d10 plus 7, so it's... Eh, well, yeah, but whatever. it's like, wow. as, as 16, your bonus from strength is a 4. At 18, it's a 6. Yeah, yeah. 
So, so I, I got that. Um, I also got a bite attack. So if I use if I have my claws and I'm using claws, I can do a bite attack, which I don't really see coming up a ton with Kieran, but you never know. You know, desperate times. At what level do you become a full dragon? Uh, you get dragon form at seventh level. Oh, I um, was joking. Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a thing. I don't know a lot. There's some there's some debate on how far it's you go with like a dragon disciple prestige class. Some people say you only make it like four levels before you go back to sorcerer or whatever you were before. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, so the, yeah, I got the best best stuff is at level like one to four. But there are still some real cool things at higher levels. So I may just go all the way. We'll see if he can survive, though. Yeah, but the (laughs) bite there is interesting because now, like, if you were to enact that ability, you could attack with your glaive at 10 foot, free hand, like, take one hand off, get a single claw attack at a minus five because it's treated as a secondary, and then a single bite attack at a minus five. So you could get three attacks in a round. Yeah. So two of those would be adjacent. So you could kind of threaten all over the place yeah i yeah. forget with a glaive um you can't choke up on that right no. it's always yeah because i know that there's that, that i discovered there is a feet line that allows you to choke up on a spear so that you can threaten multiple yeah. uh distances really cool yep so that's another thing side note that we looked into over the past week was um kieran didn't actually threaten in melee with the hobgoblins when Jason was shooting. So yes. as far as shooting in melee, with a reach weapon, um, if you are 10 feet away from your enemy, you're not considered to be in melee for the purposes of like a precise shot. Yeah, I think the way they worded it is if the person you're firing at is 10 feet or more from the mm-hmm. nearest ally of yours. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, knew that, I knew that was felt really weird. And there's a couple of attacks that I think probably would have hit, so... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, there's a little bit more. So, I get a bloodline feat at this level. And so, the Draconic Sorcerers have a list of feats that they can choose from. I chose to go with Toughness. So, that took my HP up another 7 to 56. Very nice. And so, the Squishy Sorcerer is trying to become less squishy... Um, and then I had a regular feat. So for my regular feat, I am more than likely going to take Expanded Arcana, which will give me additional spells. So basically you can add one spell from your class's spell list to your list of spells known, if it's your highest level spell. If you choose to take lower level spells, you can get two, as long as they're at least one level lower than your highest level spell. So I'm probably going to take two lower level spells, but I'm not sure. Because I also just found out at 6th level for a sorcerer, which is my spellcasting level, I can also swap out a spell. So I may do that with one of my like first level spells. I may swap out for a different spell. I don't know yet. I'm still looking into that. But that leads into my final thing where I did gain a level in spellcasting. So now I have access to one third level spell and just flavoring it to be along my bloodline and what I've done so far, I'm most likely going to take Lightning Bolt for that. Mm. There's your um, there's your damage, your AoE damage. Yeah. You fight a swarm again, you'll have something to do about it now. <laughs> right? Well, it's funny, Jason looked up the stat block for like a, I don't know what it was, a very old A great dragon. worm. 
blue dragon. A great worm, blue dragon. And he's like, they don't have any electricity spells. He's like, you need to swap out shocking grasp for alarm. Yeah, yeah. I was, was like, I am it. not doing that. I was looking at it and it was kind of funny because they're all about like electricity and whatnot. That's what their breath weapon is. But their, their third level spells are dispel magic, displacement, haste, vampiric touch, nothing electricity. Second level yeah. spells are darkness, false life, invisibility, resist energy, shatter. Nothing about electricity damage other than like resist energy. They don't right. have shocking grabs. There's like no electricity spells on their spell list. Well, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stick with the electricity. So sorry, just, Jason. I'm not taking alarm. No, no, that's fine. I just find it very interesting. <laughs> I, I expected to at least see like lightning bolt, but well, they have a breath weapon, so maybe lightning or, bolt is just redundant. I don't know. Maybe call so lightning. You said you're running around with alarm. Yeah. Right. We talked about that earlier. We talked about it. Brandon said that instead my attack would be alarming grasp, and I said that would make me a bit of a pervert. I said she would just run around screaming stranger danger all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's why I was very excited about this level, because I got additional spellcasting okay. and the ability score increase and two feats, essentially, and so... Now it'll probably work out that like now my off level, my even levels would be a little, not like you know anticlimactic, yeah. but the odd levels will be pretty decent. Yeah, I'm excited to see how this goes. Uh, sounds like a pretty substantial jump in power for the party as yeah. a whole. Um, mm -hmm. I think it'll be very very interesting to see if that turns the tides a lot or not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of picked my spells, so I got two level three spells I got one level I chose a level two spell use my favorite class bonus as a human to get one spell lower than my max spells yep. so I can get an additional one or two so I chose a two spell and then level one so I am being a fiend and I'm taking identify as a level one spell nice so maybe <laughs> maybe we'll get stuff I, I kind of feel bad because I, I, I talked to Sarah when I originally was building Jessup I wanted him because he's all oratory to project his voice and use a lot of spells that use kind of like sonic and stuff but now playing him more and more, I'm kind of sad. I wish I did it different because I like kind of the mentorship and him helping to get people boosted. So for level two, I did take heroicism, and for level three, I have cure serious. I have cure serious wounds and haste for level three. So I think yes. I have a, oh my goodness! Was, uh, we'll hopefully have a pretty good boost to some of our party here. Debatably, my favorite spell in the game. I know it's a really weird choice to say because, I mean, you got Fireball, you got, like, all these other cool stuff. Something about just the flat, like, minute, like 10 minutes per level duration, one buddy in your party is more effective. Like, well, that's, that's really that cool. and I cannot take Fireball. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. I was saying spells general. Yeah, no, uh, we've gotten uh, a lot of use of heroicism in yeah. Rune Lords. Haven't we, Josh? Yep. Yeah, and that's part of the reason I took it. I mean, I didn't skip through all the spells, but it's something where I really feel like I need to take some more buffs, I feel like, to help my allies. To Me being able to help buff them will hopefully maybe put the tide. In our For favor. context, uh, my friends are jerks. And <laughs> we'll get the our yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? And we're playing Rise of the Rune Lords, and I play a bard, and uh, poor Jerome, <laughs> every time he would go to cast Heroism, I would say Heroism. And sometimes, I'd get stuck on Heroism. <laughs> heroism. 
and I said it twice one time, and I've never been able to live it down. Yeah. The more isms you add to it, the more minutes per level it lasts. That's the... That right. was that's 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 the that's it's like metamagic, right? Every level above yeah. second, you add another is yeah. to it, and it lasts longer. Yeah. Not to redirect attention to myself, but I forgot. I get access to level 2 spells. Yeah, do you one have a them. wisdom bonus high enough? I do. I have one of them, like yeah. I said. You have a 14 wisdom? I No, I have a 13 wisdom. Oh, do I have to have a 14? Yeah, you have to have uh, a 14 no. to get the second modifier. Yeah, because I, I has to have a minimum. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't. That was a lie. You have access to them. You just yeah. You could cast scrolls of them. I could cast scrolls and wands of them. Yeah. Well, you could, be I think you later. could cast wands regardless. Yeah, because it has to be. Is it? I think what scrolls the are minimum? the only one that you have to have the actual. Caster What's level the minimum for? stat that you need to cast level two spells then? Twelve. Twelve. You only yeah. need a, a casting modifier of ten plus the spell level to cast it. Right. But yeah, you so have I can to cast. Well, I no, you, one. no, you don't get any of them. Because the ranger gets zero at this level, so it would be right. zero plus your modifier, and you don't get a, a level two spell modifier until 14 right. wisdom. Right, 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 right. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, so I don't. Whatever. <laughs> some solid changes all around. That ain't yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm whispering my. I I'm, think I got my damage. I'm in there, being right? spammed. Sorry, I was trying to add it so that I would. It two would two thirty sevens on lightning bolt. All right, sir. We are. All right, we're good we are, to go. We are identifying these things. I have maxed my spellcraft <laughs> to a ten. I have identify. So now I'm I have inspire confidence of plus three, plus you eighty. Well, note to self. Inspire competence does not work on you. Oh, right. And you are the one casting identify. Yeah, inspire competence specifically says that a bard cannot inspire competence on himself. But if I do all allies, am I not my own ally? <laughs> You're your own worst enemy. <laughs> You're you actually, your own if you cast, if you have to, If you cast it on yourself, you actually have to do a, uh, a will save. <laughs> okay, so can we... Can we... Like, um, try those checks again, Jason, since it's a new day, just to get that yeah. out of the way before we continue. Yeah, you can roll to aid him, and you're going to roll several okay. natural 20s. Now that <laughs> you're not the one doing the check. So mad. Okay, so hey. we have three items left. We have the ring, the pot, and the rod. Yes. Hey there, Kieran, I got a feeling that I think uh, we're going to do good this time. <laughs> hey, let me let me take a crack at it, if you would mind. I sure hope so. I have not been doing very good, but you know, you're you've got experience on me, so if you if you think That's you can figure it out. That's a way of saying I'm old. I thank you. You're you're experienced. That's the best way I can put it. Nice. All right, so three. So, so first, identify function oh as tech magic. <laughs> but you aid. Yeah, you only have you, you aid. You, you only have to hit a ten okay. to aid. All right, so let me just say for all of you listening, my plight continues with natural three for a thirteen. Natural 2 for 12. Natural 5 for 15. I even put a rank in there, so now it's a plus 10. They're all <laughs> successful. All successful. Do, I, do we want to waste three of my five level one spells just to knock these out of the park? Um, That's up to you. I don't, you don't need that many. I think you only need one. 
Really? It lasts for a while. It lasts three rounds, three per, rounds per level. Using detect magic is three rounds to do the identification. So you're no, basically no, you getting... Don't det- yeah, you oh, don't you're detect right. magic first. You identify functions as detect magic. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, the way detect magic works, it takes three rounds and gotcha. you do your yeah. identification. So basically identify it's one item per level. So you could identify right. seven items. You've only got three, so it only takes one spell. Perfect. So I'm going to add plus 12 to my spellcraft then. Yes. I get 10 from identify and from Sarah. So oh, I roll oh this. plus 12. Yeah, so I was like, wait, 12... you only have a plus 12? Yeah, it would be no, 12 so this higher would be, than what you This would be a 22 plus whatever a roll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, oh my gosh, my those were pretty gosh. bad. Gosh, oh my gosh. Those wow. were all... a nine, a six, and a two. Yeah. It is the plight that we have. So what's the order we're, we're going never, in here? We're never gonna know. Okay, so I was. Well, going I just down did the order that we've always done them. In. Ring, pot, rod. We're okay. never gonna know what You're this rod is. You're never gonna know what that rod is. So Who the ring, rod? caster level eleven, for a DC twenty-six. Okay. Wow. You identify this as an extraordinarily expensive item. I want to look up the cost here. I'm curious what this is because I thought it would just be like a ring of protection. Ring of protection. That's exactly no. what I mean. Yeah. It is but a very like expensive mysterious. item. Is it ring? Well, is it ring of protection like plus four? Is there like the ring of the cat or is that just Dark so, Souls? That's just Dark Souls. This ring is worth 12,000 gold pieces. Navi! It is a, it is a minor ring of energy resistance keyed to acid. So <laughs> anyone who wears this ring gets energy resistance 10 against acid. Wow. Wow. Okay. Why so it cost so much money? It's extremely acid. expensive. I think That's we're fighting an expensive. acid dragon. That is, is that needlessly the, is expensive. That, is that black dragon is acid? I think green dragons yeah. are black acid. Dragon is, black dragons are also acid. They fought yeah, against green dragons. Green and black dragons. So they probably so, have this ring for it. I vote that goes to Frampton or Iden. Um, I also vote that. Well, I mean, I identified it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real talk, the, though. The Just other get... thing to keep in mind is that I um, have energy resistance as a spell, which right. will last yeah. for sixty minutes, so for an hour, and it's also ten keyed yeah. to a certain type of energy. Right, that's what I was going to ask. Do those stack? I no. would have guessed not. Then why yeah, in the well, world does it cost 12k for that item? Energy resistance 10 is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Can you it stack is. them if somebody had the ring of acid and then Kieran were to cast, like, fire resist? Oh yeah, that one like, we would, yeah. So you, could st- so you could do two different resists. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. But tieflings get, like, fire and stuff resist. Like, it's just natural bonuses, five yeah, and because they're OP. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's true. <laughs> not going to argue with that. All right, um, do we do we get to know what the pot is? Yep, you will. Um, I was just oh, going okay. to jump in on the so we, uh, who gets the ring one. thing. Oh, yeah. Do you guys want to roll off on the ring? or? Yeah, you could roll off, or you could think about it in different terms. I mean, terms, if like... you want my opinion... I would say Aiden, and the only reason I say that is because if it truly is um, a dragon with breath attacks, Frampton could potentially reflex yes. save and then negate all anyway. That's exactly that's, what that's, I was going to say. That's one thing to consider, a but bit more the other side of that is Aiden has the most HP. Right. So he's the most likely to survive if he gets hit, whereas Jessup might 
not be as correct. And honestly, I can cast it. It'll eat up a lot of my second level spells, but I can cast resist energy on the rest of us if we need to. So I, I think that it is actually reasonable um, to give it. So it depends on how much Iden ends up tanking, but with acid, it's going to be a breath weapon from a dragon, which means it's going to hit multiple targets, which means we should give it to the person who would be the most hurt from that situation, which would be the bard. If we're just looking at the flat mechanics, because yeah. I've got HP to tank it, Frampton has evasion, and Kieran can cast the uh, resistance. Otherwise, she doesn't have anything, he doesn't have anything else going for him. But, but I think he might have. Well, Kieran might not have more HP than Jessup at this point. I don't know. He rolled my a max HP is fifty three. I have fifty six. Oh, so he does. Yeah. So, so you win you win the the draw by three. Also, my wealth by level is already way too high, so somebody take this so everyone stops me. Yeah, I was gonna say Aiden has gotten <laughs> like almost everything so far. All yeah. the gear. Every time we go into a place it's like, oh, more gear for Aiden. It's not on uh, purpose, but the last one we literally found like a better bow and like a great sword. I'm like what what am I gonna yeah, do? So it's just ring yeah. massive resist plus ten. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. did you guys? You're going rapier, rapier, rapier. Doesn't even have to be mastercraft. Just regular rapier. Be fine. Come on. No whammy. No whammy. No whammy. And none of those are rapier. All right. Yeah. Moving on. Roll so, it out. Um, I'm removing it from the sheet. Yeah. How did you guys decide to distribute the arrows? By the way, did you give all of them to Iden? Split them between Iden and Jessup? I gave ten. them all to Iden and allowed him to make the decision on how it's split up. Just yeah. because he's been firing them, most right? often. You have ten plus one dragon van arrows, yes. Yes, and we did identify them. Yeah, he has yeah, obviously. I, I mean, if you gave some to Jessup, I wouldn't say no per Probably se, like but the chances of, of me shooting are bad. But just like a couple for just. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't hurt for like two, right? Like. Mm -hmm. I can fine. give him two. I can make two full round attacks with four arrows each, four, four, and I'm out. There's no reason to hold on the extra two. He might as well take them in those same I... two turns. The only thing with that, Josh, just keep in mind, is they're very precious, so you maybe save them for your higher BAB attacks. So, right. I don't know. So I was going to say, you, well, the way I would use them, if we do end up with Deadly Aim, dragon, is that <laughs> uh, the highest BAB will be one, and then the rest will not be, and then oh, just well, cycle through that. My way. question on that would be, would the many shot also be one? Because many yeah. shot is your highest BAB, so would two of the arrows... Yeah. Go at once. Yeah, because I'm I'm gonna I you gotta go big or go home and there's no yeah. point on laboring that. You wanna get as much damage out as there. Okay. Um mm -hmm. by that logic, rapid shot has the same to hit. It's only the last one that is less. Yep. I can tell you, I if we do that, I'm getting you heroism and using my spy courage. We're, we're gonna wanna buff that. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Alrighty then. Next item, you rolled a 28. So this pot of whatever is caster level 13 for a DC wow. 28. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we squeaked wow. that one by. You, oh identify, man, I... you identify this item as being worth 4,000 gold. It is stone salve. So this ointment has two uses. If an ounce is applied to the flesh of a petrified creature, the creature returns to flesh as stone to flesh. If an ounce is applied to the flesh of a non-petrified creature, it protects the creature as a stone skin spell. Oh. How many uses? Uh, the price and creation cost given are per ounce, so you have one use. 
So you can either give somebody a single use of stone skin, or you can unpetrify a single petrified target. Okay, so the metagamer in me is thinking, are we going to be fighting like basilisks or medusas? Because or does the dragon have otherwise, a petrifying aura? Right, right. Because otherwise, like stone skin, stone skin is really useful, and that that would be really great for soaking of damage, but also like not that useful. Not, not as attacks, u- right? Yeah, not as useful as the second. If we really get in trouble, we need that. Yeah. The third item, the rod. You have no idea. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. With the twenty-four, that's that's, so that's, uh, that's just I, not gonna cut. The it. chances I should have been able to get that. No, go figure. At least I got two. At least we got two of them today. Yeah, so you that's... can try again tomorrow. If we make it. So, what is your guys' plans today? You you wake up, uh, heal up a little bit. You're all probably still hurt quite a bit, but you uh, uh, you have a full day yeah. ahead of you. Depending on what we do, and I got some uh, new healing spells. Um, I've been practicing this one mostly because it's been on you guys, but uh, I could use that at some point if we're not going to be rushing into any danger today. I don't know. I still feel like we need to we need to go back. I still feel like we need to regroup. I I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can take that on right now. Aiden uh, nods and will stand up from wherever they're talking. Say, I did. I have taken the night to think it over. The last group of friends that I traveled with, the ones who helped me save the people from Feindar and set up Mist Home. We all had differences that we could not settle, and we went our separate ways. I do not think what they did was wrong, but I think I would rather stick together. I will go to Mistholm. That makes I, my heart happy. I can tell you this, Aiden. We don't have to stay there long. But if you think about it, it probably wouldn't be bad to check in on those people. I don't know them as well as you do, but... You know, it might put your mind at ease a little bit just to know that they're all still there and safe. Worst case, we can maybe ask for backup. Well, we got the cereal and the herge. Well, I to would be like honest, to... I don't know if cereal can make the journey back. When only one leg, it might slow us down a bit. No offense to him or anything, but... Don't you got that fancy dance floating disc? <laughs> I mean, that's not going to last the whole time traveling back, and I'd rather save that for something more important. <laughs> I will admit, I, I would like to see the people at Mistholm. I, I wonder how they are doing, and I have people I would like to talk to. I guess an agreement, Frampton? Aye, uh, yeah, I have no, no desire to fight a dragon today, so uh, let's make ourselves back towards mist home and he will cast the nature's paths as Much well as i feel that we were a little uh, defeated yesterday i for some reason today just woke up a little more empowered i do i do have a good feeling but not quite as good a feeling facing a dragon the hard part though is with us leaving and potentially coming back we'll have to keep a track on a timeline 
with that dragon leaving and coming. We don't know when we come back if it'll be here or not. So we'll have to leave that in the back of our minds for when we, if we decide to come back here. Well, if we're lucky, maybe if we get back up there, the dragon will just be leaving that day. So it was, uh, Yahoo said that it was gone for about three days at a time. That being said, that was probably before there was somebody mounting an attack against the fort. Right. The only thing that makes me nervous, though, is if we take out the rest of the fort, we might anger the dragon, and I don't like the idea of a dragon just flying around the fangwood. But we can cross that bridge when we get to it. Hopefully it won't be trapped. Nah, as long as Frampton can disarm it. Bats right in the bank. Well, you've been good so far, Frampton. You, we owe you a right. lot to you. You've saved us from a lot of danger, and to be honest, if that bridge had been trapped, and if I had gone over it and fallen, I, I don't think I'd be here right now. Yeah. Frampton, you got some good disabled devices, and Aiden, some clutch all heel in there, buddy. Kieran, yeah, I'm sure you'll do something great. <laughs> I sure hope so, one of these days. Jessup, I really hope so. That's a spear, boy! Let's go! He starts just... Yes, drop, drop. I don't, I don't even know where she's going, he just kind of... The starts. impact that you wanted, Jessup. <laughs> Kieran, he basically <laughs> said you did nothing. Wait, that's right. I didn't say that! <sighs> that's basically what you said. Well, yeah. if, no, 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 if, no, no. if I'm being <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm a bit out of practice. I've been traveling for quite some time and haven't really been fighting because I've been able to use subterfuge. But now we're getting back into the fight, and I've got to try to remember everything I learned in my training. And it's sometimes it comes back to me, but I'm still very rusty with it. Hopefully, the longer we keep this up, the better maybe I can be. I think it is important to realize the better we can be. I have to learn better to work as a team. I think, though, Jessup has the right idea. I am grateful to each of you. I know that I whine and complain and that I sometimes want to do things my own way, but I know that you sacrificed a lot to be here with me and to do what we do. I mean it when I say thank you. Welcome. Let's just hope everything back at Miss Tome is still on the up and up. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. Uh, you're gonna have to show me around. Make a play some tunes and lift some spirits. I've only I was only stayed there a couple of nights, but it's the weirdest thing. They had this weird crystal creature that was just hanging around in the the depths, kind of eating rocks. And it, I don't know, it was a bit strange. I couldn't understand a word it was saying. I assume it was speaking language, but. It was interesting just to sit and watch it for a little bit. And also beware in the depth. The... Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't go ahead. I think he'll discover all kinds of things when he gets there. Well, I was going to warn him about that witch in the basement, but I guess he'll find out on his own. I did nods with a certain amount of. Haha, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So you guys begin the journey back to Mist Home. Aiden, with your spell, um, I was going back and forth a little bit on whether to treat the Fangwood as just a normal forest or as a jungle. It's mm. it's not a normal forest. I'm going to treat it as a jungle only because it it doesn't reduce it any functionally more than it would otherwise. Like it t it would be a difference between like four days and three and a half days mm -hmm. type of a thing. Um, right. So with your spell, you do reduce it to 
um, like I said, three and a half days. So that five-day journey almost got cut by half there by a good yeah 60 percent it lasts eight hours for context yeah but yeah so you make your way back and you get there at around noon on that fourth day so three one two three days and then at noon on that what's up do we, we, get, some, we got some do identifying we, do some we healing I got to do here. Four times? Like, yeah, I hate to no. belabor this. I no, don't want to belabor this. You can it a couple times. You're going to know what that dang rod is. You're going to have to I roll at least nice. the double digits for this. But and I can have. we assume that we heal up then? As you say, I imagine with the amount of healing Jessup can naturally do, as long as you aren't ambushed by, like, something crazy, you'll probably make it back to his uh, missed home at full hit points. Yeah, I have two cure, cure serious, four cure moderate, and four cure light, assuming I don't yeah. use my spells for anything else. Yeah. Plus, with our natural heal healing, because, yeah. yeah, we'd have at least three more days of waking up, which yep. would give you your level plus con. Do you want us to just all go to max, or do you want me to, like, roll stuff off? How far... What is the most difference? Like, who's the lowest in comparison to their max HP? Uh, Biden probably... was pretty low, but I was I just... thirty-five. Okay, thirty of forty-eight. Okay, so Frampton's totally fine. Within two I was days, down f- t- within two days, he'd be back. I was down fifty, thirty-four of seventy-four. Okay. I heal at a rate of nine per day. Yeah. So Jessup, how far down were you? Sixteen out of fifty-three. Okay. So with cure serious wounds, like in a single day. You'd be able to do like a solid, yeah, Ooh, 20, 24, 25. That would put two of you within like natural healing range, and then all you've got, yeah. you've got all your other spells. So you'd easily be able to get everybody back up to full health. So, can we say the next morning, the second day we're traversing, same thing? Yep. I will do identify. Kieran, would you like to assist? Yeah, and I'm a dum dum. I'm going to take 10 for a 20. I don't know why uh, I didn't take 10 before, okay. but I'm not trusting my rolls. Okay, so and one, I will thing, add... one thing I will bring up, uh, and we can discuss it as a group and then look into it more detail after the session, but normally speaking, when a, an ability says that your allies get this, it affects you as well. You count as your own ally. The yes. bardic performance specifically says otherwise, but the feat he's taking kind of conflicts with that. So as a group... Do you think it makes sense to allow Inspire Competence on himself after taking the feat? What, what feat is it? Feat? Inspiring Mentor. Inspire Competence now affects all allies within 30 feet who can hear your performance as long as they're attempting the skill you've selected. Yes. It, as opposed it, it, to he, the Bard Inspire Competence, which normally says uh, the ally must be within 30 feet and be able to see and hear you. Certain uses are infeasible, such as stealth. A bard can't inspire competence in himself. Inspire competence relies on audible components. I'm not sure if it's rules as intended, but there is an FAQ that says allies include yourself. There's only one or two exceptions that I know that it makes a big difference. And this one, I like the idea. I mean, if you are a mentor, in some way you are capable of inspiring confidence and competence. And assumedly you could do that for yourself. Okay. I think the opposite, but that's just... That's just me. I don't think that it would work, but I think I think rules is intended. It's not supposed to, but I think that that's dumb. 
It's just because Inspire Confidence itself, like, talks about an ally and specifically calls out that it doesn't affect the bard, and I don't think that would change just because you're able to affect additional allies. But that's the mind I'm kind of at. I specifically got that to help you guys, not for myself anyway. So I would not. We be can go either way it with it. Yeah. But... Affect me. For okay, now, we'll so... continue ruling it as we did. Uh, if anybody sees something online about that specific yeah. interaction, let me know, okay, and we can. Know. Viewers at home, let us know. <laughs> yeah, right in, right Se in. Your seven years and... from now, when people actually watch these. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. These guys are such idiots, but that music from Sirenscape is amazing. Which anyway. is another point. If you <laughs> if you find out that we messed up a rule, feel free to give us an email at mildlyheroic at gmail.com. And yeah. And I we will, will take it into consideration. <laughs> wow. Jason doesn't have access to that, so it'll probably be me, and I'm a lot no. nicer than him. No. I think, no. Jason, did we mention before when Sarah was doing uh, hers that uh, spellcraft checks, if she took a 10, you got a total? I don't know if that makes a difference on the rod, but if I took a 10 on my spellcraft, it would be a 32. Not sure that's going to be mean, enough for that. I mean, you have multiple days, so you could take a 10C, and if it doesn't we'll work, try it, try it again. It. 32 would be able to hit an item of 17th caster level. Cool. Try it. Let's try it one day because we've got a couple days. So just try just to... take a 10? Yeah. Okay. The first day after we leave, we'll take a 10 and see with a 32. Okay. If that so gets with, us. All, with all bonuses, it'll be a 22, and then obviously taking a 10 will be 32. Okay. 32. You identify this 17th caster level. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my oh. gosh. DC 32. So I was wow. I was telling Sarah after sessions whenever she would kind of be angry about her spellcrafts, I would tell her like these are not easy checks. I know you're rolling like crap, but even if you were rolling semi well, you still would be hard to get these checks. I mean, checks. if we didn't have identify, we would be really hurt. Yeah. So, I we'd be. I'm I'm at a game I don't feel guilty whatsoever. You didn't metagame, though, because That's in the not... game world, we were struggling right. with that, so it makes sense that you would Naturally try to, to get better about it, yeah. yeah. But I love how I just naturally just come up with the spell. <laughs> well, just when I wake up, oh, <laughs> duh! Why well, would I do this? Yeah. The bitches! <laughs> That's the thing with like bards and sorcerers. Like I've been trying to justify, like why does he just know these spells? But you can't do it. You've got it's some suspension of disbelief. That you There's a, a degree of suspension of disbelief. But I think you really have to tap into what is the source of your spells and how do you acquire new ones? Because wizards are pretty easy to understand. They literally study. It's assumed that between levels in their downtime, when they're not doing anything else, they are reading tomes and learning how to cast spells. So they take a very active approach. I think other classes have believable ways that they just either naturally or through self-discovery or inward. I think charisma-based characters, for example, it's just they find an inner strength. You know, mm -hmm. how does how does Spider-Man know to do his thing or Superman know to fly? It's just, you know, but you have to discover that kind of thing. Yeah, I like yeah. to think, that, you know, with the sorcerer over repeated use, the power just grows more powerful. Right. And As with a bard, more it's kind of like, I like to think bards, it's just like inspiration. Like mm -hmm. they have like, like, you like all their stories. Like they're always like thinking about their tales. Like crap. They yeah. just wake up well, a day and they're like, hey, I have an idea. Yeah, they're literally creative. They like discover. They they come across them. They, oh, you know what? If you put that and that together, I bet you you could do this. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah well, I that's why I liked to flavor, and that's why I took lightning bolt. Is I have been using shocking grasp, and I even mentioned that he was trying to work on projecting it out, and so finally he was able to project it out into a line rather than just like a touch attack. 
And I've I've been flavoring Aiden's uh, spells. So in two E, the Ranger spell list got switched to Primal uh, as well as the Druid. It, it's a, its own separate category, which I think is really cool. Um, but for Aiden, I've kind of been mixing in elements of nature and a natural discovery with themes of the divine. How he seems to be able to get stuff, and he's also a lot of mimicry. I mean, he knew a Druid. He knows what Druids can do that sort of thing. So he just learns through watching and observation and pays close attention. Okay. So Brandon was asking what people's guesses are for the rod. Greater, quick, and metamagic yeah, rod. It's yeah, definitely, right. It's definitely got to be some metamagic. So I'm going to say, what is it? it doesn't are have they to be minor? Metamagic. Well, that's my, my guess is. It, it starts with like minor. It's five pounds. It's a, it's a metamagic rod. Is that where the rods start at? There's so the metamagic rods they have minor, normal, minor. and greater, depending on what spell levels it can affect. Minor okay. would be one through three. Yep, third level and below would be a minor rod. All right, I'm gonna say it's a minor rod. And it's of... a, pretty much any metamagic feat that there is if you're going that route. I'm gonna say it's a minor rod of. Well, some of them are worth more because I can tell you, like True. quicken spell is yeah pricey even for a one through yeah. three. Yeah, I want to say that say... one's like twelve five. Yeah, the big ones you see a lot are silent, still, extend, um, uh, reach, um, empower. Um, empower is a big one. Yeah, I'm going to say reach. I like intensified. Uh, I think that's good for low level too. A minor rod of reach. That's my guess. Okay. We have one for reach. I have guessed reach. Okay, we got two for reach. You're a reach. I have no idea. I'm not that familiar <laughs> okay. with Brampton also guess Fair. reach. No, I think it's uh, intensify. I think it'll up the damage output of a spell for like a blasting caster. Okay. You identify this as a uh, metamagic rod, a, a lesser metamagic rod lesser, of lesser. extend. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So okay, that was... I believe three times per day. Yeah, so the wielder can cast up to three spells per day that are extended as though using the extend spell. These would have to be levels three or lower. An extended spell lasts twice as long as normal. A spell with a duration of concentration instantaneous or permanent is not affected. So mirror image would double. Um, mm -hmm. Heroism Dark vision, would double. Dark vision energy. would double. Resist energy would double. Heroism. Shield, mage, armor. mage armor would double. Ooh, suggestion. Ooh. That's an hour per level. I can convince somebody to do something for a long time. Can you can you can you share rods? I mean uh, yeah. if you go through the action economy of handing it off. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if you used it for buffing, could he use it for heroism and I could use it for mirror image and then we could use it for something else? If you're not doing it in the middle of a combat, probably. Yeah. Oh, it would just go against the charge for day, obviously. But... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Dude, I wow, started so. just using metamagic rods. Oh, they're so nice. Yeah. That's yeah. a big deal. So yeah, now you know well, all of the sweet items you got from Nunder. And, and Kieran, we did that on that second day. So I still have my all my level one slots. Yeah. Yeah. So how much is that worth, Jason? Uh, 3,000? 3,000, I believe. Okay. All right. So, Joseph, do you want me to hold on to that or do you want it? since you're at the buffer, but I would probably use it a lot for buffing spells, but I also have dark vision and energy resist or resist energy, so that's up to you. 
Kieran would probably use it to cast Mage Armor every day. I think that um, it's obvious. Aiden should get it. I don't even know why we're having this discussion. Right. Yeah, nature's, nature's paths. 16 hours a day. You can only That's... travel for eight, but you can do it. Just for... one thing to bear in mind for both of us is that if we do use it in combat, it's still going to be a full round action for a spontaneous caster. Correct. I was just looking that up. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So it's up to you. I don't. I don't care. I mean, I got a. I got a couple spells that I could use it on, but uh, up to you. Haste, terrorism, suggestion. Yeah. Um, I can make my dancing lights last two minutes. That's pretty sweet. Haste is clutch to put it on. That's a really big buff to get twice as long. Commas don't normally run that long, but given our luck, that one went to fifteen. Good God. But yeah, again, you do have to keep in mind the action economy is not as great for a spontaneous. The only reason why it's really good for me at this level is I just hit third level spell, so I only have two. So using extend on that is basically casting haste twice in one combat. Right. The only thing, I think the biggest benefit, though, is just using it to save spell economy. If you would normally have to cast major over twice a day, now you have to do it once a day. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it lasts minutes per level, um, uh, mirror image. So, Kieran, you could theoretically, now this is preemptive, cast it and then run out, and then hopefully maybe a minute or so goes by, but you'd still have it for a decent amount of the combat. Yeah, see, that's the thing, is it probably makes more sense for you to have it because most of yours benefit more than one, well, benefit, because my buffs usually only benefit myself. Other than dark vision and you have resist, resist energy. energy, yeah. Right. So that okay, would last for this? two hours. I'll hold hour. it, and then uh, if you ever need it, just ask. All right, here you go. Well, I don't know. You got a better strength than me. I mean, that's five pounds. It's gonna weigh me down. <laughs> I also have haversack if you need me to keep it in there instead. Yeah, it might be easier for her to grab. Can we just like make a shareable party inventory? so you can just grab it from anyone's bag as we're going through. Yeah. I wonder anyone... if there's a magic item that's like a linked backpack, like multiple backpacks that all share the same inventory. It, there should be. That's such yeah, a great I'm idea, actually. Close up here. That'd be a fantastic item. <laughs> yeah. Allowing you to literally have like a party inventory of accessible goods. Carried by your tank. Mm-hmm. Brampton. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, then uh, I guess we make it to Mistone. Wow, look at yeah. this place. You continue your journey. Day two goes by. Day three goes by. You're on your fourth day at around noon. Aiden, his pace kind of slows down, and he looks at the others, and he says, you know, you're getting close. You're almost there. And another couple minutes go by, and you see a break in the clearing, and it has been... A long time since you guys have last been here. Uh, I believe you left Mist Home on day 24. And you returned just now on day 35. So it's a little shy of two weeks that you've been gone. And a lot has changed. You see that in an area around the entrance, the trees have been cleared a little bit. And around the entrance, there's something of a wooden palisade wall built as like a defensive measure. But 
looking at it, it looks like part of it has been busted through. And that's great. As you continue, tell me the to shrieking a- mushroom has not been killed. As you continue to approach, everybody roll a perception check. No. Let me know if I need to scream. <laughs> I've been waiting. Oh my gosh. Natural three. That's the Sarah we know. Uh, Jessup is on fire with his visions today. The visions. The visions. The visions. The visions. So we've got a nine for Kieran, 17 for Frampton, 23 for Jessup, 20 for Aiden. I love the guy that's never been there before is like, oh. That's odd. So I'm just, I, I'm, just, I'm just taking in all the detail. Well, I've never been here, so it's kind of like I can see the oh, details. You know, I forgot. Than... Peter. I swear to God. What are you crafting bows for? This is not the He's time. He's trying to get more arrows. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not going I I, well. I guess He's, I could have I, taken That is the second nat 20 I've had of my craft a quilting. Craft quilting. Is so good. So ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. So, as you guys begin to approach this palisade wall, all of you see a creature whose head is kind of peeking over the palisade. The palisade's maybe like 10 feet tall, and you see the, the, a creature's head over top. And uh, Jessup and Aiden, you recognize this as the uh, head of the wood giant Herge that you met. Mm. And none of you recognize, or none of you notice uh, as a voice calls out from behind you in the trees uh, where you just came from. Up above, in one of the trees, a voice, a familiar voice for some of you, rings out as the the half-elven ranger's Lerosa and Tydell. Uh, Lerosa calls down and says, "Identify yourselves." And you hear bows being drawn back. Whoa, whoa! Jessa Belfin here, just uh, coming to check out Miss Tom. I heard it was a vacation resort. Whose voice did you say it was? Lerosa, the the sister. Lerosa, it is good to hear your voice. It is Aiden, and the troop that went out a few weeks ago. I'll move you over to Mist Home here. You can see them in the little thing there. Um, you call out your name there, and you hear the bows like immediately, like the tension. They they put their arrows back, release the tension on their bows, as uh, Tydell jumps down and kind of walks ahead, and he says, "Well, it's good to see you're still alive." I. It's been a long time. I didn't think you were coming back, to be honest. Barely alive, to be honest. And he goes to do one of those real manly, like, shake the forearm kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And, like, gra- yeah. grab his, grab his uh, hand. I-, I am good to see that things are okay here. I, I noticed the wall. Is everyone all right? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we ran into a bit of trouble uh, two days ago. Uh Li Fang was actually putting up this wall on his own. Then the uh, your halfling friend, the elf and the wood giant there, they came back and uh, the elf and the wood giant were helping him out to finish it. Uh, they seemed to be pretty good craftsmen themselves. But barely a couple hours after we'd managed to complete the thing, 
couple owl, owl bears came out and started wrecking it. Uh, we managed to fight them off. There were three of them there, but uh, with the help of that crystal guy in there, Wood Elf, uh, Lee Fang actually helped out. He took a bit of a hit, but he's okay. Um, with all of us fighting back, we managed to drive him off at least, but they did they did a number on the wall there. We haven't quite gotten back to fixing it yet. Lee Fang's just now probably gotten to the point where he can start working again. I'm sure he wasn't happy that as soon as he finished, it was done. <laughs> no, he was not. He was a bit irate for... Well, he's still a bit irate, but... He'll get yeah, over well, it, from what I remember, he's always irate. Well, yeah, he's been through a lot. How we nobody have. was hurt. Nobody was hurt then. Well, no. Well, he was hurt for sure. Uh, you'll 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 see when you when you see him. Uh, but uh, nothing lethal. Nothing nothing too bad. We managed. The uh, your your witch friend actually helped out quite a lot. Um, Larosa jumps down now and she walks up and she says, "Yeah, she's been." Uh, Doing a lot, actually. I think she's lonely in there. I don't believe that for a second. No, I, gives, I, again, I know, I know, brief. but uh, you'd be surprised. About a week went by, she started peeking out, we saw her. A couple days <laughs> later, she came out a little bit more. It's kind of weird, it's like an animal. It's like a cat that's shy. But eventually Kira's she'd gonna... come out and she'd have a bunch of potions with her. You know, she, when you get to know her, she's not all that bad. But yeah, I think she was just lonely in that room for a week. Um, remind me out of game, how old are La, La Rosa and Tidal? I forget their relation to either. They are but... only like a year or two. A, well, let me. I have the I have the exact ages here in the. Uh, I, I realized I, I was I was literally thinking about it yesterday because I'm like, oh, we might go back to this home. I was trying to remember like who would I didn't actually have pre-existing relationships yeah. with. Lerosa is 19, Tidel is 20. They're both oh. half-elves. Okay. So he, the, technically, they might have, at least for a couple of years, uh, lived beside yeah. as neighbors at the least, yeah, if not probably grown grew up, up together, a bit together. To some degree. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he stayed with Father Nolan after the accident. Yeah. So he's been feigned or raised. We're like childhood friends. That's a nicer yeah. thought. But, uh, yeah, um, uh, Tidel says... Yeah, uh, I mean, Auburn will be happy to see you. Uh, I mean, tensions have been growing a little bit because, you know, been nearly two weeks here and some of us were a bit worried that uh, we hadn't heard too much. We got your letter and that eased things off a bit, but I think a week uh, went by after we got that. Yeah, I, I, I'll let you all know what's happened. I, I'm sorry to have worried you. I... Well, you know, I, I can be bullheaded. I, I think that Sarah wanted Kira to say something earlier. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's a Sarah in this game now? No, just when you were talking about Veld, Kieran would, like, elbow uh, Jessup and oh. kind of whisper under his breath and be like, she's the creepy one. I'd stay away from her if I were you. I, I will admit, we all are alive, and we are all right. But I don't have all good news. I will come in. Oh, yeah, yeah, come in. And, uh, and uh, you start heading past the gate, and as you do, Hurge kind of looks down and he says, Oh, hey there. Uh, hello again, Hurge. I hope that you're well. Oh, yeah, I'm just, doing good. Just about stretches his hand again for a big old handshake. He grasps half your arm. 
Good for a boy. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing. Qu I'm doing quite well. I uh, people here are pretty nice. I uh, was helping them with this uh, this wall here, and uh, well, they already told you it didn't go too well, but uh, we'll we'll get it back up. I know you will, big guy. Keep up the good work. Aiden, why don't you show me around? Uh, yeah, real quick. Um, so, Loros uh, and Tidal, are they walking with us? Yep, they're walking with you. Okay, well, while they're walking, Aiden is asking them, Theros came back? Or left? Uh, oh, Half-Elf and Friends. That was this troop. I understand now. That was Herge. Yeah, yeah Vardalo. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or Vardalel. no, Vardalel was a full elf. Vardalel's a full elf. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. They were talking about Vardalel helping out Lee Fang because Vardalel is also a woodsman. Okay. Um, yeah. So they'll walk with you as you head in, Jessup. You see this cave. There's vines covering the front of the cave, and you go to push them aside, and the moment you do, you hear the ear-piercing scream right next to you <laughs> just like that i didn't the hear spell? you cut out your piercing scream no 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 yeah no kind of <laughs> it sounds just like that awful noise okay and you look to your left and you see like a massive fungi or mushroom this this massive plant growing off the side of the uh wall of this cave and it's like as you pull back the the vines and the light hits it it kind of opens up and it releases this terrible screaming noise and then deep inside the cave you you hear gosh darn it would you stop setting the thing off my that deaf thing has some good music chops over here i'm gonna sneak inside i see that you decided not to remove it in the end uh, Tidal responds, yeah, yeah, we figured, you know, it's a good last alarm in case something happens out here. I mean, we might have pulled a prank and set it off a couple times, but, I mean, it was all in good fun. They're a bit annoyed whenever it goes off now, though. Shame <laughs> uh, that we can't get it to be selective, but... I do. I can't cast the alarm spell, so. so you guys a dig can... at me? Because I also can't cast the alarm spell. Hmm? Thought hmm? you took it. Hmm? No. <laughs> oh. no. Why would you? Why would you take alarm? Right? Wait, uh, Jerome did. For flavor, that's why you would take it. You guys continue in. Um, you get to the next big chamber here, and Jessup, you can see the walls of this chamber are covered with different crystalline structures and gems of sort and you see a creature here I'll blow him up so you can see him you see a creature that looks almost like a scorpion but made out of crystal and it's kind of like sitting near the wall chewing on some of these gems uh, do you have knowledge planes? I have knowledge everything being so you can roll a knowledge planes to identify this creature nope uh, ten. Uh, you're not. You're not sure what this creature is exactly, um, but it. It. You. You'd identify. It looks like some sort of outsider, but you don't know what it is. And it's not hostile. I mean, it, I know what it is. 
Yeah, Iden can tell you what it is, but you don't on first glance recognize what the creature is. Boy, what is this uh, god dog you have here? Iden gives an awkward wave to it, and then uh, what's its name again? Uh, its name is Cleelash. Uh, that's Cleelash. He's not a dog. He can understand what you're saying, I, I think. Um, Do any of you speak Terran? I have comprehend languages that it can, if it talks, I can hear it. No, Orin did, but I don't think. Yeah, no. What language? Terran. 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 Is it like continually speaking, or? It's not speaking right now, no. But Aiden, you would know that it, it doesn't speak common. But so, it understands common, if I remember correctly. Nope, the only or language no. listed on it is Terran. Oh, I see. What, what, what is it? A chrismal. Uh, that is, I think, I can't remember who told me, but it is a chrismal, and that's his name, Killash. There, uh, he, he helped us, um, sort of. Well, good. It's a pretty big cave. Is this uh, the place you committed genocide? Uh yeah. That that's a bit of a soft subject. Just, uh, yes, there were. Uh, troglodytes that lived here before us uh, and the situation none of us could understand each other and they had already attacked us while we were in the Fangwood. we needed a place to stay so you this... pillage a troglodyte's home? um sort of well people look happy here I guess carry on Keep introducing me to all the uh, people you've saved. So you continue to the next room, and they before have a... these two. That... Before we split ways, Aiden yeah. will ask them if they had. He'll describe the scar, and I says, "I know it's a far chance, as you notice. Did any of the Alubers have a significant scar on the hind quarter?" I. Well. I'll be honest, I didn't get quite a good look at him. I was a bit flustered. I was firing off arrows. I wasn't looking too closely. Uh, I didn't... I didn't notice anything, but I wasn't really looking too hard. Um, uh, that's alright. We don't drove him off. I mean, they they probably left tracks. There were three of them. They're large creatures. It was only a couple days ago. We could go looking for him if you want. I mean, to uh, be honest, uh, some of us were worried that they might come back. We were going to maybe do a hunting expedition or something, but... We weren't sure if that would be a good idea. I, I think that will be a good idea, actually. Let me know what that happens. I, I might tag along if I have the chance. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll let we'll let you know. Uh, I guess it's up to what your time is. I mean, we don't have a lot going on here, so yeah. like sooner I said, the better it, it, for these tracks. It was nice to see you both. I assuming they're going to stand post. Yeah. Yeah. They they escort you into like that first room, and then they. Once your conversation ends, they jump back out. As would take off his cap and bow. And you guys continue to the next room after Cleelash, and uh, they have a small fireplace set up. Torches have been set up around this place to give light. Um, and you see Vardalel is there talking to the two merchants that you got at the inn in Feindar, Cledon oh, and Pharaoh. Way back when. Yeah, so the three of them are talking, and they're kind of discussing all the different 
um, all three of them are kind of merchants to some degrees. They're just kind of discussing business and different expeditions that they've gone on and trades they made. And uh, Cledon and Pharaoh are kind of telling Vardalel a little bit about the Harvest Festival and the benefits of going there and and so on. They're having that sort of discussion. And uh, Vardalel kind of looks up as you come by and he says, Oh, it's good to see you again. I, uh, I can't say that this place has the greatest of smells, but uh, it's better than nothing, I suppose. You should have been here when we first arrived. Uh, it has come a long way. Uh, how have you been? Uh, pretty well. Uh, the trip back wasn't too hard. Uh, the uh, halfling struggled a little bit at first, but uh, I managed to help him carve a nice little peg leg, so he's been getting around pretty good here now. Uh, but uh, no no big trouble. The uh, wood giant friend you have knows his way around the forest, and he can uh, navigate pretty darn well, if I do say so myself. Didn't take us much time at all to get back. Um, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, Hood seems like a good sort. Yeah, yeah, he seems he seems quite nice. Uh, a bit of a, a gentle one. <laughs> we uh, ran into a couple creatures on our way here, and he did not fire a single shot. But, uh, you know, he scared him off at least. His size is all he needs, I guess. Uh, I did nods and then looks at the other two merchants. And I think just, he doesn't have a good relationship with either of them, so it's just kind of like a awkward acknowledgement of each other's existence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See you too. Yeah. Oh, merchants here. Pleasure to meet you. Name's uh, Jessup. Uh, I oh. will browse your wares later. Uh, I apologize for my rudeness. I forgot that we are not all met. Uh, this here. Huh. This is my uncle, Jessup. Pleasure. Both of them. Reach in and shake their hands. Yeah, they would both courteously put out their hands, shake hands, and nod as you give your introduction. They would introduce themselves. Uh, the... Let's see. This one here is Cledon. And the one above him is Pharaoh. And uh, Pharaoh kind of responds to you, Jessup, and he says, Look, I'd be more than happy to uh, make some trades with you, but... Uh, Sorry to say, our stock is pretty thin, so as long as you're not looking for anything too specialized, we might be able to help you out. Doesn't have to browse, does it? I guess not. Yeah. Let me know when you're ready to look. Don't don't take this as an insult, but that, I got some strong Oblivion vibes there. It's like, yeah, we don't have a lot, but we have some. Some may <laughs> call this <laughs> junk. But uh, I call it treasure. Uh, treasure. Right. Yeah. It was well, so like that, that was like a scripted voice line that wasn't like set to the ambience of the setting it was in. It's so good. Professional quality, though. <laughs> um. Cledon would look at you, Aiden, and he'd say, uh, if you're interested, Aubryn's in the other room. I assume that's who you're looking for. I would like to see her. I think I might make the rounds, though, first. There's a couple of other faces to see. All right. He kind of steps aside which... and lets you move by. Yeah, which, which room did he say she was in? Uh, he pointed to the room down here, is where Aubryn is. Mm -hmm. And if you ask for where other people are, he'd say, Jet's over here keeping keeping track of stock. And mm -hmm. Lee Fang, Kining, and Veld are both in the under way, the, the lower level. 
Okay. Given that, he'll just, uh, he'll probably go and talk to Auburn first. I mean, okay. she's the one he wants to see mostly, so unless it was uh, more convenient to go another way. Okay. So you walk into that main room and you see uh, Rena is there taking care of a couple people. It looks like all of the people who were sick from before have, for the most part, they're good to go. Um, a, p- a couple people seem to come in here every once in a while for minor ailments. Uh, she's kind of like the the closest thing they have to like a doctor. Um, but a lot of people are kind of roaming around the map here. I don't have icons for everybody, but the, just yeah, so you know, just... you have, I think, like a solid 30-something people in the caves now. Mm-hmm. So there's people here and there. And uh, I remember six of them were kids at this point. 15, 16 and younger. Six of them. Um, what time of day is it? A little, a little afternoon. 12.30, 1 o'clock. Something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, Rena's there making sure everybody's okay. Maybe playing with the kids and whatnot. Um, you can see Sirio down here in the corner. Uh, just resting healing up as best he can. He's got a, a, a pretty ornately carved peg leg at this point. And mm-hmm. Auburn is there by the fire in this room. Is she just like staring into the fire or what's she doing? Her eyes are closed at the moment. But um, yeah, she's just sitting there looking in the fire's direction. Dead. Yeah. Now, um, Aiden will intentionally, not stomping, but he'll loudin his footsteps and then... Uh, just come to sit by the fire. You start walking in and Auburn kind of, her head twitches a little bit in your direction and she opens her eyes and kind of squints in your direction. She says, Ah, Aiden, you're back. It's it's good to see you. I'm I'm happy that you were okay. I was worried there for a a while. Uh, Yeah, we're all right. How are you? Normally, she can. Is she able to not see as far, or? Well, no. Just I'm just saying, like she can only see thirty feet, and gotcha, within gotcha. thirty feet, everything would mechanically have concealment, so she can never see clearly. Oh, so she's actually pretty bad as far yeah, as. Yeah, I'm pretty sure go. I can open up the PDF and read it, but I'm pretty sure it was basically she can't do anything outside of thirty feet. Wasn't she your mentor? Yes. And you don't know how blind she is? Why do you think how blind he's such a bad shot? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 60% of the time, yeah, I think so, it's Oh, okay, okay. So Auburn can see relatively clearly for 10 feet. Yeah. It takes a penalty beyond that, and anything from 10 to 30 feet is severely clouded. Yeah, okay, that's why I was confused, because so, I thought that within that close, she would be able to yeah, see Yeah, so him. once you get within 10 feet, she can see you, but as you're stomping and she looks over when you're in a distance, <laughs> making more of a noise, she uh-huh. recognizes you a little bit further out before you get mm-hmm. closer to her. Right. I have a lot to tell you. La Rosa and Tidell filled me in about things here a bit. How have you been? Well, we've... Uh... We've been all right. We've been managing. Uh, yeah, we we did have a bit of an issue there with a few owl bears. I wasn't there to see it myself, but uh, Li Fang he took a bit of a hit. Uh, he's gonna have some scars, but 
for the most part, we managed to heal him up to the point where he's not going to be severely wounded or anything. So that was a stroke of luck. We've had good luck and, and bad luck. I heard you got a letter, so that filled you in a bit. Yeah, I did get your letter. Um, so you you found the fort, at least. Uh, well, yeah. We found three forts. I, I don't know which ones that you knew about, but... I I trained at Fort Nunder, but I've never been to any of the other forts myself. I've, I've heard of Fort Riston, uh, but... To be honest, I was only with the Rangers for a few years before, you know, I had to retire. I understand that. Well, I'll fill you in. Fort Riston is overrun by Fay. Uh, that's where we met Syria. I'm sure he's told you about it. There was not much else there. Uh, we decided not to get involved. Uh, Fort yeah. Nunder, uh, we encountered trolls, but we pushed through, uh, thanks to... Oh, I failed again. Uh, I met my uncle, Jessup. Jessup, this is Oprin. Walks in, kind of looks at her a little bit and outreaches his hand. Uh, hello, my name is Jessup, Jessup Elfin. How are you? She raises out her hand as well and she says, I'm uh, doing quite well. I heard a lot about you from your father. I I assume that uh, you have heard what happened. I have. I have. I was uh, actually out going to uh, check on a fort myself, but uh, kind of got a little sidetracked. You know, every road has a fork. She kind of tilts her head and grins. If you can move through the trees... He takes off his hat and bows a little more. Jessup, Ranger from Fort Riston, reporting for duty. Puts the hat back on. So, how are things? Well. What? <laughs> <laughs> so Aiden says to church, What? I need a moment. <laughs> um, I swear to God, where's your? Oh my God! Sorry, guys. Sorry, I'm yelling into the mic. What? Avrin will respond, and she'll say, "Things have been better. Uh, at this point, you probably know more than I do, but uh, it's good to have another pair of hands on things." Yeah, it, uh, it's, uh, it says. They kind of turns. You out over there, kid? I need a moment, Jessup. You were a ranger the whole time? I never said that I wasn't. I asked you directly. You were, I told you, I asked you if I looked like ranger material to you. I never confirmed nor denied. Hello, welcome to my world. That's what I do. He he didn't tell you. Yeah. He shakes his no. head. Oh. Well, I... you know... Father Nolan, how I am, I kind of fly well, under the radar. I, yeah, I suppose that's fair, given your particular role. Role? What, is, what do you do, Jessup? Wouldn't you have known about Fort Travale? Wouldn't you have known what was going on or where we could have gone? 
No, I only know Fort Riston. That's where I was going. I didn't. I've never been to Fort Nanda or Fort Jabali. What do you do? Well, uh, you know, my role is to uh, go around and gather information incognito and spread that to the rangers. And I also go out. I, that's why I don't blare a poncho on. Uh, my quilting skills made this get up, but uh, I go and find recruits. Anybody who wants to fight for the homeland and country, and I uh, recruit them into the rangers. I found one. You know, look at Auburn and point to you. Yeah. Oh God, Auburn, Auburn would also pipe in. up. <laughs> Auburn would also pipe up, and she would say, "I, uh, Father Nolan, told me a bit about him. He's been a recruiter there for a while, but I heard." She looks back at you, Jesse, and says. I heard you retired years ago. Yeah, I uh, I kind of slowed down, but uh, things, you know, kind of changed. So I was just going back to the old fort here. I um, actually the purpose going there was so I can get my son recruited into the Rangers, and things just kind of spiraled out of control. I, I I didn't realize when I left home that there was an attack on Fanda and all this thing with the uh, Iron Fang Legion. I, I uh. I can't tell if uh, you've got really good timing or really bad timing. Well, you know what they would say, my. At least I have a canteen, right? She nods. Kind of looks, looks at Aiden. Looks. They both look at Aiden. Aiden, I'm. I'm sorry. I. Uh, oh, that's all I right. Used to yeah, go no, it's not. I'm used to being lied to. It's fine. <laughs> well, it's air by omission. It's you know. I am not mad, Jessup. I, I understand that the Rangers operate in secret. I, I just, I, I'm shocked and surprised. You you live up to the legends, Jessup. Appreciate that. I mean, every time I hear you talk about the Rangers and how cool they are and the combat prowess and stuff, I just kind of looked at me in my gut and I was like, man, I'm never going to live up to this kid's expectations. And he looks in, at Serio. Serio? 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 Yeah, over there in the corner. Serio in the corner. I don't know what to expect from a ranger. I'm learning that there are all sorts and sizes and that, that they all share one thing, though. He kind of spreads his arm out, arms out to either side, and he says, Aye, it's never a dull moment with us. <laughs> and it looks at Aiden. You know... I'm not one for combat and doing all that fancy stuff and fighting dragons way before my time. Granted, maybe I'll have a chance to do it, but I still fight and do stuff for my country. It may not be flashy with uh, weapons, but I do what I can. I've been doing that for the last 30 years. That makes me happy to hear. I, I'm sorry. I, I owe you an apology. Uh, there was a, a bit of time where I, I wondered if you were really a ranger or, or if you had just run off. I shouldn't have doubted you. Oh, I do a lot of running. Me too. Auburn would look to you, Jessup, and she'd say... I don't know if I don't know if you're aware, but uh, I think 
before meeting you, Aiden's only really heard stories. So, I don't know what I- exactly what you've told him, or or what you haven't told him, but... Uh, Ooh, yeah, his tight lip done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I can imagine he was... Uh, let's just say he's been looking up to your shadow for a while. Pretty white Even better, Jessup, this whole time, talking about everything that I wanted to accomplish, you were just... <sighs> hey, kid. If the Rangers are back in full force and I can go meet my commander, I'd definitely ask you to be initiated. That's for sure. I hope I have not made a fool of myself. Sirio ah. shouts out at that point. He's like, if you're waiting for commanders, you're going to be waiting a long time. If you're thinking about getting any sort of approval, you might as well just say that you're the commander at this point. <laughs> Don't know well, about Commander Aiden, what's the... What do we do next? I, I don't. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> Yeah, how in the world do you react to that? I I don't know about all of that. I know that I need to fight for the people who missed Tom, and I know that we're all here on the same page. And he'll just break into an expo dump of what they've done, where they've gone, what weapons and supplies they have, and um, their failings at Fort Trevale, but that it's also fallen, that he's aware of the message of Volfox, their holes, that, you know, basically covering all of the bases. Okay. Yeah, as you speak, you can see, like, Sirio's face kind of goes from, like, a sort of grim determination. It... There's never, like, a look of surprise on his face. Like, mm-hmm. when you go off on things, he's never like, oh, no, I never expected that. Looks like he was kind of in the pessimistic line of thinking the whole time. Uh-huh. So when you'd say, like, oh, Fort Trevale has fallen, he's like, I figures. Um, the worst part about Fort Trevale, they, they had uh, slaves or, or captives there, and... I think as a consequence of our ill attempt, I wonder about her fate. But I, I realize now, I think, with a few days to think about it, that um, they were probably rangers too, and we all know what we're here for. I know how you feel about leaving them up there. It didn't make me feel any better either. But, you know... We all know what we signed up for when we did this. And the risk it took. And I could bet you damn well that uh, those rangers fought until they couldn't anymore, even if they held captive. And they're probably still fighting now. Sirio would pipe up, actually, and say, If you haven't forgotten, some of my group were captured by the hobgoblins as well. We were kept alive for a while before we starved to death. So... We might have a chance. I know it's it's weird for me to be saying something so optimistic. That's what I was going to say. Would you like like another crack at the uh, dragon or some more hobgoblins? If you need an extra pair of hands, I'll go. Trust me. With one leg down, I'm sure you got more fighting than I do. Hey, if anything, I can at least be bait. I like this guy. 
You walk over. I didn't pause. I know we uh, we met, but I don't think we properly met. Ranger Jessup, pleasure. Serio, Thessidin. Let me grasp your hand. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no. sorry, that's it. Well, I, that's he's 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 a man of few words. Yeah, yeah. That's it. He lets action do the talking. I'm more the talking. Less action. I recruit people to do the action for me. Well, I guess I don't know. There's something more. I don't know how to put it into words, but this is not what I thought it would be like to meet rangers. But that is not a bad thing. It's more exciting, isn't it, than you thought? I don't know how to say the emotions. I, I'm not good with that thing. But I do know this. I know that I will fight to the very end. I want to help the people here at Miss Tom for the rest of the day and, and set things right as much as we can, but I, I would like to go back to Trevale. If that makes sense. He'll be waiting for us. H have you seen any of the hobgoblins since you've made camp, Oberyn? No. No. Uh, not in this area, at least. Um, I don't know. You, you said Fort Trevale was couple days out uh, we haven't been going too far away from the caves but uh, La Rosa, Tidal, Lee Fang even the three of them would go out on patrols every once in a while go a couple miles out but we haven't seen mm. trace of them for a couple of days now since well I guess it's been a couple of weeks since you took out that camp uh, speaking of that camp, has anybody gone recently to, to scout Feindar and see what the Legion is doing? Uh, Feindar, um, I haven't. I haven't told anybody to. I don't know if maybe they went out there on one of their patrols. Didn't tell us. Uh, I've been telling them to be as cautious as possible. But I do know that Tidal at least has been curious. So it's possible that they've gone out there without telling me. You could ask uh, him. I I will ask Tidal. I don't know what information can actually be gleaned, but I'm beginning to think that it might be wise to know what the Legion is doing. Even if we can't stop it, it might inform what's happening in the Fangwood. Things have been quiet here then, mostly. And peaceful. Well, give or take a few, a few things, yeah. That is a relief. I'm happy to hear that. It was nice to see you again, Aubrey. How much time has passed? Uh, 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah, he'll exchange pleasantries with Lena, yeah. and I think that that'll ex expend the time he cares to socialize. Okay. Uh, I think that um, I'll need a night rest before we think about specific plans, but I hope that you are all willing to meet with me tomorrow to see what what we think each of us should do. Auburn nods. Says, "I, I think that uh, a sort of meeting would be a good idea." 
What was who, the saying? Who all, do you, just... who, who all do you want to join in? I can get Jets. Uh, I suppose Serio myself. I think that is the bare minimum. Has anyone taken an initiative here? Uh, you mean to be like a, a leader of the community? Uh, yeah, a leader or in charge of any specific affairs. I know that oh, well, Jets... We've kind of, we kind of split it up. Uh, Rena's in charge of all the medical stuff. Jetson's in charge of all the supplies. She is assisted by the two merchants over there. But she is most of it. Uh, Lee Fang, Ty Del La Rosa, they've sort of taken up the uh, guard duty, you could say. Um... I guess I'm sort of the spiritual advisor at this point. That is worth quite a lot, Oberyn. How how and I, La Rosa was was telling me that Veld has gotten more involved with the community. Oberyn starts to chuckle a little bit. I yeah, it's a funny story. Uh, a few days after you left, uh, we heard uh, a bit of a commotion down below. I guess one of the one of the members of the community had gone down to look around, maybe take a, ch uh, a look at that statue you found, the weird one. Um, and I guess they got quite a fright because they saw her looking around the corner, and uh, maybe they completely forgot she was down there, given how many days it had been. But they got a bit of a fright, and then. A couple days later, we found her quietly climbing her way up there, up, up to where we're at here. Um, she doesn't speak much, and she's rather gruff, but uh, I think she's... I think she's a little bit lonely down there. She's been inching her way closer and closer. We've actually... She's been a great help, actually. She's uh, been brewing some potions that we need for assistance with people who have some minor injuries and whatnot. It's been a great help. I don't know Veld very well, and our first meeting was not great. Uh, but I understand that she is familiar with some stranger magic practices. I think that I might try to talk to her before I leave. By all means. If we can get all the people that she mentioned to meet tomorrow, we might be able to organize something. All right, I'll make sure everybody's aware. First thing tomorrow morning. He nods. Sounds good. All right, uh, I will see you then. And uh, I'll return with Frampton and Kieran. Okay. So where are you going anywhere again? Or are you just kind of going to be hanging out until just the next hanging day? Out, hang, hanging out, talking to people who go down okay. and talk to Veld at some point. Okay. Um, but... Jessup and I took a lot of attention there, so I was passing priority. Yeah, Jessup will probably just stay here and just kind of talk ranger business, relishing some maybe some old stories and connections we had, and I don't know, just try to get the ranger vibe back up. Yeah, between uh, the three of you, some very colorful stories are told. Oh, I'm sure, because Auburn is, is uh, she Auburn, swears a lot Auburn too. is known for her stories, yeah. especially how she got her peg leg and how her vision went bad. Um, Jessup, you would actually know, given your relation with Father Nolan and you're older than Aubryn, 
you know that she was born with that leg. So you know that she's spinning tales about valiantly losing a leg in combat. Well, I tell the same story about my butt cheek getting bit by a yeah. troll, so we'll see how well all that story oh, goes. Oh my god. Part of it is relishing in stories and exaggerating a little bit. Just increase morale. It's just what yeah. we do. Wait, 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 wait. She was born without the leg? Yep. There was a birth oh. defect. She was, she was born, born with okay. a peg leg. <laughs> Not with a peg leg, but she was born. She was born missing that leg. <laughs> she, was, oh. she, was, she was born yeah. part construct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you. I thought you said she was born with the leg, and I was like, "Yep, yep." Yeah, no, it's not a. I meant. I meant born without. Yeah. So she was yeah, born the okay. birth defect. She didn't have that leg at the knee. Um, right. Okay. So she's lived her whole life with a peg leg, but a lot of people don't know that. And so the people who don't know that, she'll kind of spin a tale about how she was in the Rangers and there was this massive combat. And it sometimes is a variation of the story, but uh, yeah, it's, it's made up, that one at least. Jesse would never correct. He would just certainly yeah. go along, play it up probably. But yeah, you, you go down and if you well, go down to the lower... Well, I'm going to talk to and yeah. Franson, if that's all right. Sure. Um, what were they doing during all that? Were they present or were they just doing their just own dropping. things? No, probably just chilling with the merchants. Yeah. Is there a fire going here, you said? A small one, yep. Okay. Kieran's just sitting up against the wall, and he's facing the fire, and he's been quiet this whole time. He's listening to conversation here. He's listening to conversation here, but he's mostly just staring into the fire and doing a lot of thinking about things that I cannot say. We zoom in on Kieran. And in the background, we hear Vardalel say, You would not believe the price of wood in Kionin these days. It's been skyrocketing. And it's just conversation about prices of different commodities, but we focus on Kieran and it just drowns out. Cutscene? Yeah. What's that? Huh? Cutscene? Flashback? <laughs> oh, it doesn't sound like it. Oh. Well, you can uh... improv one if you want. <laughs> No, in that reverie, uh, Aiden will, after that long hour and a half discussion, uh, break it up, basically. Unless you had anything else you wanted. I have learned something, Kieran Frampton. Sort of embarrassing. And I don't know all the right words. Jessup is a ranger. You're not supposed to tell! Ranger code! He doesn't know. He doesn't care. Um, so Kieran had like a like a masked face as he was staring into the fire and when Aiden comes out and says that he kind of like shakes his head and immediately like puts on a smile and he's like, oh, is that right? That's surprising. I didn't expect that from you, Jessup. But I guess as was mentioned before, I guess the rangers come in all shapes and sizes. So I, I suppose it isn't that much of a surprise. More surprising I... that you kept it a secret for so long. Jessup's not there. Oh. She'll say what she said, said but toward the tense of Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, alright. Rewind. Yeah. That's a bit surprising. As, as is mentioned before, I guess the rangers come in all shapes and sizes, so I guess it's more surprising that he kept it a secret from you for so long. 
Yeah, I can't believe it either. Uh, but that's not important. And Aiden goes off on like a long tangent talking about everything. Uh, he he probably says some dumb stuff like, So I've decided that I'm a ranger too. If Jessup can be one, I can be one. You know, like going on and on before he notices that something was off with Kieran when he got here. Kieran. Uh, are you alright? Me? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Just been, you know, thinking it's, you know, weird being back here. I wasn't here for very long before, so in a manner of speaking, I sort of still feel like an outsider. But, you know, just getting my bearings and thinking about the past few days, I guess. Hmm. Uh, I know that you have mentioned... I don't know a lot, but if you ever want to tell me something, Kieran, I, I will listen to you. I'm not good at giving advice, but, but I can listen for what that's worth. appreciate that, Aiden. Maybe someday. Maybe someday I'll share some more of my life with you, but right now we've got bigger things going on, and I don't really want to bring the mood down any further than it's already been brought down. Uh, you do know, Kieran. If you're not up to going back, you can stay too. I, I don't think that's a bad choice. And then I retire Kieran and bring him back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is your out now. Take it or leave it. <laughs> no. Uh... I appreciate that, Aiden. Uh, I'm not going to lie, it did shake me up a bit. But I want to see this through. You know, I came out here looking for dragons, and I don't know what kind of dragon-blooded sorcerer I'd be if I didn't at least try standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with one. And, you know, these, these people, I guess I don't have as much of a tie to this land as you do, but if my actions can help in some small way, I suppose... Maybe I should try. I've been a bit selfish in the past, and I can't guarantee that I won't be selfish in the future, but maybe maybe I can do some small part to help y'all as well. I think that is a great perspective to have, Kieran. And I appreciate your help. You know, I, I can be selfish too. You know. But I can tell you this. If you stick with me, we're going back to fight that dragon. You might face one sooner than you thought. Hope we live to tell the tale of it. Live or die, we will do it. Frampton, I, I don't know what your convictions are, but you're welcome to come along too if you like. Oh well, thanks for your permission. <laughs> you know, Frampton, we'll get stuck behind several doors and trigger many traps if we don't have you around with your deft fingers. That is true. I would probably be dead. I'm too bullheaded. Stubborn. And Fram Frampton, I do have to apologize to you. That last battle that we had, I know that you work best when someone's distracting the enemies for you, and I... There was a lot going on. I didn't have my head on my shoulders, but, you know... I'll do what I can to help you out from now on. Oh, well, I certainly appreciate it. I wasn't holding it against you or anything, but 
I certainly would uh, would would fight better if uh, I wasn't the center of attention in every combat. You certainly know the the spots to hit him. I usually just slice down and hope for the best, but you've got this precision I don't have, and it's very impressive. You're able to aim right for the vital parts. Ah, yeah, just aim for the squishy bits. Well, let's hope that this second time turns out better than the first, although I do have to say we held our own being outnumbered for a while there. It wasn't easy, but it certainly is a good thing that dragon didn't show up. I think that a lot of this will come as we spend more time together. But I think that if we pull our strengths together, we can be very effective in combat. I know that it is something that I have to work on, but maybe we could meet in the morning and, and talk it over. I've been working on some things to hopefully help everyone out. Uh, most of my abilities thus far have been centered on me for you know, good reason. I was on my own for a while. But now that we're kind of doing this as a group, maybe I can do my part as well and help out other people. Is that the plan then? Are we staying for one night and then heading back out? I talked with Auburn and I don't know if you overheard, but I'm going to meet with a couple of um, people from this home that have been in charge of certain things. I think that we will decide together what is best for us each to do. And there are a number of things that I think would be wise. So, I would like you both to be there. And if you think of something that would be useful, be prepared to share it. Will do. Right. Looking forward to it. I think for now, probably I'll just find a corner here and Rest up until then, I suppose. Not too much else that needs to be done, and it's been a harrowing few days travel and battle. I guess we should enjoy the quiet while we can. You enjoy your rest, Kenan. And as he's walking away to now go talk to Veld. And I, I don't know how to say this, so, so don't take it poorly. I just mean to say, I know that you've made a lot of efforts to help us, and I am... Very grateful, but don't feel the need to keep a wall between us forever. I won't keep pestering you about it, but I think that we would make good friends. It sounds childish to say, but that's what I think. I'll be honest, I haven't really had many friends, so that's a bit new to me, but you seem like a decent fellow, and Perhaps in time we can come to understand each other better. He nods. Perhaps in time. <laughs> Jason! Oh, when you said, like, he's staring into the fire, I wanted to be like, ugh. Yeah? Ramsey's trying not to cut not himself while he's on, on, this, on this edge. He's just <laughs> thinking. <laughs> Goodness gracious, I can't please you people. It's just it's just funny to make I'm just trying to paint a scene, okay? What do you it's want him to do? He's doing Frampton. a jig around the fire and <laughs> yes. snapping his Frampton's fingers. Frampton's doing the worm around the fire <laughs> while playing knuckle bones. There's about five kids trying to copy Frampton doing the worm. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole like, train of There's one kid behind that, me. 
one kid that's on his back while he does the worm. He's like riding. Him yeah, like... the one who's the one who's seven is struggling. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Too funny. Edge lords don't need friends. Goals. Comedy uh, gold. That was it's good. It's not meant to come across that way. Okay. Oh, that made the whole question <laughs> worth it. That made waiting through our leveling. <laughs> that made waiting through the fact that you guys had to identify those stupid magic items for three hours. All of it was worth it for everyone involved <laughs> in this project for that one moment. <laughs> Here I go trying to pay to see. And I have things done. Before. It's over. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, actually like, I don't. I don't even see cure in that way. It's just funny to say it. Yeah, right. Like it just. No. It, I, it's just that ongoing joke kind of thing, and I was yeah. like, I don't even see the scene that way. Like, it made a perfect scene, but at the same time, I was like, and Frampton <laughs> treats his paper cuts from all the edge near the fire. Like, <laughs> yeah, he starts dyeing his hair black. Black. Was. <laughs> yeah. You see, Kieran takes a bit of ash from the fire and just rubs right. it on his face. Yeah. He's rubbing a knife up and down his arm, gracefully right. along his he arm hairs it. for no reason. <laughs> He just For licks no the reason. blade, sheaths it back in it. Sheaths it. <laughs> I think Franklin would have like a horrified look on it. He's like, I don't want to go anywhere with you anymore. <laughs> he pokes his finger and licks the blood just to see what pain feels like. Meanwhile, he just flips his hair. Oh Two yeah, times, flips his hair. <laughs> Twenty minutes of just flipping your hair back. His, and his, that hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beaver hair. hair. Yeah. Well, everyone knows he's a Final Fantasy character, so every time he makes the subtlest of hair movements, it all like yeah. the physics yeah, right? go. Crazy. Yeah, the, the hair physics go crazy. There's yeah. no wind in here, but his hair is just blowing. Yeah, never actually. <laughs> no, that's funny. That reminds me of my uh, 2E character, Kyrie. He he has he actually does have that. His whole like part of his curse is that he's weightless, and so like his hair <laughs> and all of his clothes float. He's a very edgy character. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what a good scene. Good stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, I'm demanding more attention as I go to talk to Veld. Okay. You... Jessup doing? I'm sorry, he was just standing back here talking to Auburn? Yeah, they're shooting the... They're talking, telling stories. Okay, Ranger right. stuff. Okay, sorry. Ranger things. Ranger things, indeed. Um, so you make your way down through the rainbow room, the rainbow misty room over here, into the room that is filled with bones. It looks like they've actually started clearing this room out a little bit, trying to make a, a nicer path through it. So that they're not just walking on, you know, arms and skulls all the time. Um, you climb down, and as you're climbing down, you hear the steady rhythmic uh, iron against iron coming from the forge, just perpetually, as sounds like Kining is working on something. Um, wow, well, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah died. Rise of the Edge. It's Lords. over. Because <laughs> we're playing Rise of the Rune Lords. <laughs> Rise of the Edge Lords. Too easy, Sarah. This too, you can't give him that many points for that. 
That's so clever. Why did I think of that? It's so perfect. I feel like I just gotta, I just gotta hear a point for the next session we play. Brandon's face is actually beat red from laughing at his own joke too much. I'm laughing because she was laughing. I'm sorry. Uh, Carry on with this serious moment. I got tears. So you go down into that room where you fought the gelatinous cube. Uh, with the absence of the cube, you're seeing a little bit of, of dust and grime start to come through here just from people walking around. Um, Frampton looks like he's going into the forge. Aiden, were you just going straight to Veld? No, no, he'll swing okay. by the forge. Okay. You guys walk in there and you see her back's turned to you as she's hammering away at what appears to be um, a long metal tool of some kind. You don't know what it is yet. It's not been formed correctly. She's mm. in the process. She's got a full blacksmith's workshop pretty much set up here At this now. point, yeah. At this point, yeah. she's got it's everything set shop. up. There's tools that she would have gotten from Navi on the wall. Iron hooks mm-hmm. have been driven in and she's just hanging them on the on the on the walls there. A couple weapon racks and armor racks have been like made by some of the woodsmiths for her to put stuff on. Um one of the weapon racks, Aiden goes and he'll grab whatever he deems to be the best quality sword. Okay, you you go up and you see a uh a short sword that seems to be pretty well made. As you are almost about to grab it, you hear her voice. She says, you break it, you buy it. I understand that kinding. It is good to see you too. As he pulls it out. Uh, Your craftsmanship. uh, It has stood the test of time, even in a place like this. You do good work, kinding. She nods, says, I'll admit I'm uh, not as accustomed to making these sorts of things, but I've got pride in my work. That I can tell. I know that you had issues with some of my past companions, but I I want you to know if I were there to pick a side. I I know that you fight for what you believe is right, and I know that your work is good. To be clear, I only had a problem with one of your friends. <laughs> That's fair. And he puts it back on the rack. Um, anyhow, I, I don't know if you two have met. This is Frampton. Oi, hi there. Beautiful work. Nice forge. Smells a bit like troglodyte, but that's okay. She just kind of grunts at you. Um... Yeah, I don't know if Frampton and Kining have been officially introduced. No, no, That's, I don't. They kind of followed him down because he, he. Yeah, kind, uh, Kining and Frampton were in the caves together for a while, but not. But yeah, but Frampton not... was up in the like med bay. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they haven't been like fully introduced. Right. Yeah, like they went to the same high school, but you know they just they ran in their different circles. They okay. had. One was in AP calc, and the other one was in physics. Like they just never had time yeah. to meet cross paths. So yeah, she she grunts and she says, "Are you here looking for anything?" Ah, oh, uh, go go ahead. I think that you might be though. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm I'm been looking to get another rapier. Uh, I I don't know if that's something you're familiar with or not. Uh, if you've got one or he doesn't she... think that he does but he, he complains one? about it all the time 
constantly. I'm always complaining about it. This guy finds weapons just lying around, but for me to find a rapier is practically impossible. Um, she kind of looks around at the racks that she has, and <clears throat> you guys are looking at them, and you can pretty easily tell that the majority of weapons here were not made by her. Uh, <laughs> they were probably salvaged by... Uh, from the bodies of the hobgoblins that you've slain. They've just mm -hmm. been slowly accumulating. Uh, some of the items have been. You can see the symbol of Droskar on a couple of them, so you know that she's made a few of these. Um, but she looks around and she grabs what appears to be a rapier and she says, I didn't make this one. It's a bit of... It's a bit shoddy work, in my opinion. But if you give me some time, I could maybe maybe make it a bit better and you could use it. Aye, yeah, 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 about, uh, yeah, take your time, uh, it's better than nothing, by all means, uh, I don't really have much in the way of money at the moment, uh, She puts know. it back and she says, standard market prices. Don't, don't worry, Kiny, I'll make sure that he has the cash to cover it. Honest pay for honest work, I understand that. Aye. You might think that we don't need much use of money here, but if that uh, that gnomish lady, whatever she is, ever comes back, I'd like to have something on hand that I can restock myself with. Uh, no, I, I understand that. And I'm so the merchants upstairs agree with you, Kining. Uh, Makes sense. Some of the few yeah. that do. He looks down at um, her rack, and as he's standing over it, his thoughts are drifting, but he's just like... Well, you know, not not everyone cares or needs money so much. I, I have a question for you, Kining. I, I don't mean it to be rude, if as it might come out, but I... Why do you put the symbol of Droskar on your items, if you know that it might cause harm or offend some? She... grunts again, thinks for a bit, and she says... I know your your friend there, he took issue with it, but as far as I'm concerned, it's a symbol of hard work. I know well, That's that he, what it means to you. He sees it as something else, I'm sure, yes, but I see it as toil and labor, hard work, and to be perfectly honest, part of it is just so many people have made such a fuss of it, I, and I'm stubborn. I want to throw it oh, yeah, in their yeah. face whenever I can. I'm stubborn too. But I... The more you protest it, the more I'm going to be putting it on there. She looks to Frampton and she says, If you've got an issue with that, then I, I won't I... be giving you nothing. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't even know who Droskar is. Never never been one for gods very much. Uh, I, I'm not even sure what a Droskar is. I must admit, too, Kining, I apologize for my ignorance. I don't know much of Droskar. Father Nolan never taught me of him. What, oh, I'm sure he what didn't. Are his, what are his tenets? What, what, uh, what well, do... let's just say he's not the kind of god that you'd be interested in. I, I don't will know. Readily, I, I... I'll readily admit that your, your friend had points to be made about Droskar. 
he's not the greatest of deities. Slavery is not necessarily outside of his areas of concern. I can't stand by that kinding. But I don't care about that side of things. I've never had slaves. I've always paid fair for work. I only care about the side that he has of toil and labor and hard work. Does no other god have those domains? Maybe. But not mine. I want... I did not to, but he does respect that. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, really? The true freedom guy who never stops is like, yeah, no, I can respect the whole slavery thing. It's fine. He so hates the slavery part in him. I'm getting to that. But as far as, like, mine and my freedom and my belief, like, that's... Religious freedom is a, is important. I've um, always said that I'm not going to be doing anything uh, averse to anybody. My beliefs are my own. And if somebody doesn't believe the same thing, then they can leave me alone and I'll leave them alone. Your friend just couldn't stand by that. I think that you understand why, though. She grunts. He smiles, uh... Well, I, I got to say, it, it was nice talking with you, Kinding, but perhaps we can share philosophy some other time again. I may have a request, too, when it comes to arms. Alright. He looks around. Is there a falchion, by chance? Mm, I doubt it. I doubt it as well. No, none of the hal none of the hobgoblins have falchions, and she wouldn't have made it on her own. Yeah. He'll look around and notice it's not there, and then trail off. Um, I I have something for you. I think he'll say. All right. I don't know if it would be helpful or not, but I found this, and he pulls out the plus one short sword. I understand that your handiwork is is through hard labor and toil and your own hands, but I know that magic can benefit an item as well. Can you imbue those properties? I'm afraid not. I've never tried any sort of magic... Uh... I've been working on things for a long time, but you have to understand that most of my work has always been for Feindar, and there was never a great demand for magical items in that community. I understand that, and I don't want to make you do nothing you don't want to, but I... And he hands her the plus one short sword. You should work the way that you want, and you should do the work that you want. But I don't know if you could glean techniques from studying this. I know you have your own style in the forge, and I know that different blacksmiths all do. But you can learn from each other, and this is the best sword that I found. She nods, takes it, looks it over a little bit, and she says, Fair enough. I, uh, like I said, I don't know anything about magic, so I doubt I'll be able to learn much there, but 
There's a couple other colorful individuals in this cave of ours that might know more. He shrugs. I don't know. I just hope it is of use. And if you can't find it, then you can sell it to someone. Perhaps maybe even trade it with Navi for something good. Help improve the forge a bit. She nods and she she kind of says, you kind of hear under her breath, she says, I hate to ask that old crone about it, but she might be the only one who knows. Do you mean Veld? I, yeah, I mean Veld. <laughs> old crone. Yeah, I, uh... She's yeah. one of the only ones here who's older than me. I don't know exactly how I'm going to accomplish this, but I hope to talk to her too today. Believe it or not, she's been a talkative sort lately. Not to me. Oh. Gladly. Well, to be fair, you... Well, kind of, you give a vibe. I think you know what you do. It's intentional. Yeah, I, I know. That's why I said. And I know it's not rude, because you mean it. I'm sorry. It was nice to see you, Kanye. And uh, have you heard word from the Ari? Has she sent any magical messages your way? No, I haven't heard anything. I pray that she is well. And uh, he'll nod and bid adieu. Okay. You start. Give me five. Shield. <laughs> Yeah, it is It is a tough thing to balance there. I think the relationship with Kynning is what wins Aiden over. Because else, Druskar is a bad, like a definitively, yeah. like, evil guy. Honestly, her logic is like, yeah, well, the Nazi symbol to me means, yeah. you know. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it kind of doesn't matter what it means to you, you know. She it definitely hasn't. focuses on a particular part of it. Like, she's well aware of the other aspects. She just doesn't really care. I think that Aiden has the wisdom to see that direct confrontation and arguments are not the way to convince her to change her mind or her ways, but the slow, like, you know, do you really think that's the best way? Think about how much easier your life might be. Trick them into thinking it's their own idea. Slowly change them to be conscientious of others. I think that that's going to work with Kynik, but it's certainly a... It's the only technique that might might get close. Yeah. Okay. Um... So you continue on your way to Veld? Yes. Okay. You walk down there, go through a couple of those tunnels, and by the time you get to the stone doors that you had before entered into to get to the troglodyte uh, uh, den mother, you hear and actually you can see out of the corner of your eye as you approach them, Lee Fang in the open area in front of what appears to be some sort of straw, uh, not straw, wood dummy uh, that's kind of been built, singular pole with blocks around it that can spin when you hit them and he's just kind of punching it a little a little clumsily in different ways but it looks like he's some sort of training one last thing uh before kining he leaves kining and that's what he'll literally do like he'll go to leave and then awkwardly run back but oh uh one last thing kining sorry to bother you um when was the last time that navi was here uh she was here let's see uh Maybe 20 days ago, 
He's just doing math in his head. All right, and she hasn't been here since. No. No, she Did said she, bring... she said a month, so it's probably going to be another week or so, maybe less than that. If I were to place an old, if I were to give you cash, uh, can I trust you to be diligent to buy things for me? She's got them. If we're making a contract, then yeah, I'm gonna, I'll hold I'll to give it. You... Yeah, I'll let you uh, keep a percentage on top for your time. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Honest pay for honest work, Kanye. And uh, I run off. Okay. See, you see the corner of your eye, you see Li Fang there. The doors here are open. The one door is open. Is um, Li Fang just, like, doing his own thing? Yeah, pretty much. And, like, you can see it's kind of clumsy. Like, he'll hit it, and then it'll spin around too fast for him to catch, and it'll kind of get him in the side. And he'll, he's just going at it kind of clumsily, but training, nonetheless. Sure. Aiden will attempt to watch unnoticed for a little while. Okay. With a 30 stealth, uh, he is very focused, and the mm-hmm. it's on the other side of him, so his back mm-hmm. is turned to you, so yeah. he doesn't really hear or notice you come up as he's doing that, and about a minute goes by as he's hitting that, and eventually he kind of stops and takes a breather, kind of puts his hands on his sides. Yes, that's what I was waiting to see. Is it affecting him, his injuries? Um, you can see that it it doesn't look like too much is affecting him, but um, after a moment, he kind of like turns just nonchalantly and notices you, and you can see like a large gash across his face. Um, mm. It doesn't look like anything, like it's not like he lost an eye or anything like that. It's just a gash across his face. Uh, it looks like it's starting to heal over. It's probably going to leave a scar, but it's doubtful that it's going to impact him permanently in any way. Mm-hmm. I heard that you you faced some owl bears just a bit ago. I found a token for him, by the way. Yeah. Ooh. Look at him. He's a cool he's, guy. He's beefy. He's got a yeah. skull on his belt. Well, can't all be perfect. Closest <laughs> as I could get to. I had to do some editing to get he the weapons like a... out of that picture. Oh, he looks like uh-huh. a pirate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Arr. so you, you mentioned the owlbears and he kind of reflexively a hand goes up to his face and he says, Oi, we fought some owlbears. Chased them off. Uh, I don't mean to be rude. Did you get a good look at any of them while you were there? <sighs> I hate to say it, but I went down pretty fast. The others were keeping their distance, firing arrows, and I maybe foolishly stepped out to distract them so they didn't just outright destroy my my wall. And uh, I heard about the wall. That's one of the reasons I stopped to talk to you. I'm sorry. I know I couldn't have done anything, but uh, it must have really been annoying. I put so much work into a thing to watch it go away. Well, I'm sure it won't take as much work this time. Your the pals that you brought back, that elf and the wood giant, they uh, they made it a lot faster to finish it up. Mm. I'm 
fairly competent when it comes to woodcrafting, but both of them have me beat. I'm humble enough to say. Yeah, you know, I, I think that you, you seem quite strong, and I can tell by the strength of your blows that you could deal a bit of damage. But if you only ever train alone, you won't have anyone to correct your form. I don't know, and I know that me and my party, we didn't all get quite along so well. But if you can find it in you, you should talk to Serio or consider training with others too. You can see a moment of maybe hesitation on his face, and then he kind of looks back at the the dummy. You can see as he's turned around, his, his hand kind of traces along his face a bit, and he says, I, I suppose you're right. I have learned a difficult lesson lately. We are not in this alone, and we don't have to carry all the burdens ourselves. I recently met my uncle. I found out that he was a ranger after spending several weeks together. But I have learned a lot from him as well. We are not in this fight alone, and we will take it back to them. But we got to stand together. He nods, he says, Mark my words, sooner or later, I'll be able to Events, Duhutwa. I know you already took out his killer, but as far as and I'm concerned, you can't... it's not over. And then it sounds like you can't rest till every hobgoblin's dead, or at least the Legion. I've got nothing against hobgoblins, just the Legion. He nods. I suppose that's true. I've never met one, but maybe that's a good hobgoblin. He laughs at the thought. He kind of motions to himself and he says, I get a lot of uh, looks. Half-orc, you know. Mm. I can kind of relate to both sides. I did not. I know a bit about what that is like too. My dad died in the war against Malthoon. The war was still fighting. Uh, but now with the Legion here, there's a new enemy even, and the problem is, I have learned something that I don't know how to deal with. I, I don't have hate for Malthuni. I heard from Ulrit the tale of Elwood, the ballad of Elwood, and I know from Niari that Elwood was Malthuni. I don't know what situation brought him to where he was, but at the end of the day, he he made a good choice. But maybe there's a whole goblin that can make a good choice. I'm sorry if I offended you. I hope that you know I see you. Not I've got thick you. skin. It takes more than that to offend me. He nods. It takes off. Okay. And to build! Sorry, guys. I feel like I'm stealing all the attention is, of the show here. Is there anything that the other three of you would like to do while he's talking to Veld? He's a knucklebone. 
Take all I, the money from the merchants. I like to think that Frampton is teaching the kids how to gamble. Yes. It's amazing. Do the worm and gamble. He's teaching them 20 bone how to dance and how he almost died to trolls. That's the story. Yep. Rena, Rena is standing by and she's almost like, I, I, maybe like trying to stop this from happening. <laughs> Do we want to cut to the scene with Jessup uh, talking with the Rangers and tell some stories or anything? Those are secret stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> and secret they secret Ranger stories. Yeah, secret, secret Ranger stories. Ranger. You have to have the uh, special Ranger Right, yeah, right. I wouldn't you know. know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah. Um, I think Kieran is probably just still sitting there, like, in front of the fire with his eyes closed. Ooh, but edgier. you can tell that he's definitely not sleeping because he, like, with the things with the kids that are going on in Frampton and the kids, like, he'll crack a smile every once in a while and not make any, you know, movement or anything, but he'll just kind of smile to himself as he's listening to the stuff that's going on around them. Okay. So, Aiden, you make it to Vel's room. Both of the doors are closed, and yeah. you can see the slight seepage of smoke from underneath them. <laughs> he the trope prevails? Yeah, he takes a deep, deep breath as he goes to knock it out. So you knock on the stone door there, and you hear a voice on the other side that is definitely not Veld. Um, the voice is kind of like a... It's got a screech to it. And the voice hey. just says, Who's there? Uh, who? Veld? No. Well, she's here too. I, I'm Aiden. She knows who I am. I, I apologize. Veld, I didn't think you would keep company. Who am I talking to? You hear Veld's voice. She says, "Come in." It's just Renwick. He opens the door. Okay. You open the door, smoke kind of billows out towards you. Veld, how can you breathe in here? By the gods, Veld, what are you doing? She just casts air bubble. No. Um, and you look inside and you can see Veld is there, but you see a raven on her shoulder. And she kind of looks back to you and she says, after the hobgoblins killed my familiar, I got a new one. His oh. name is Renwick. Hello, Renwick. How did you meet? How do you get a familiar? I... I'm sorry, that's a lot of questions. I knew a druid who kept an animal companion whose name was Volvis. He was. They were both good friends of mine. It is nice to meet you, Redwick. Hi. Redwick, that was it, right? Renwick, R-E-N-W-I-C-K. Renwick. He did he did not die well. It was not it was not a good death. Uh, I I have been hearing some funny stories, Veld. 
stories about you and that you've sort of left your chambers for a bit from time to time. Maybe. I know that it was a big ask to get you to come here even, but I have more to ask of you. I know that you do weird magic and that it's not like the other types that different people do. I think that you could help us more if you would want to. I guess that depends uh, on what kind of help you need. I don't know quite yet, but I am gathering a number of prominent people from Mistome to meet in the morning and discuss strategies to fight back against the Legion and to help each other. I think that you would be a valuable member who could add wise counsel and a unique insight that the people of Feindar, they're too close-knit and you're not an outsider but you have your own perspective. I would like you to be there. She thinks for a moment and maybe sighs and she says, well, I suppose I owe you a little bit. I don't know about that. You see her eyes kind of look down a little bit and she says, to be honest, I've been thinking and I know that our first meeting wasn't great. Uh, to be honest, well, I, I can't remember much. Well, that... Well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting to. Uh, I don't normally say this, but I do apologize for that. And if you were interested, I could help you to remember those moments. It's not that hard. I mean, nothing imp nothing important happened, but if you if you wanted to know, I could show you. Veld, I have already forgiven you. So whatever you need me to do for you to forgive yourself, that is what I will do. I don't need to see what happened then. Alright. But I, but I will if you want me to know. Okay, well, I can't do it today because I, I have to prepare it, but <laughs> I didn't know then you were coming you back. I can do it tomorrow. That's all right. I came unannounced. If you can put up with me another day, I will come back tomorrow. Okay. Will you come in the morning? Yes. I will see you there, Veld. Thank you. Also, you should talk to somebody about making that ladder a bit more accessible. I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I I'm like everything. really old, you know. Yeah. It's not easy to make that climb. 
I, I understand. Uh, well, I will do it. Uh, I will make sure that you can get up there as uh, easily as possible. I, I apologize. <laughs> I, I I thought you wanted to be alone at the time, so... No, no, I did, I but... You know, it's, it's the principle of being able... Yeah, to right, you feel places. trapped. Right, yeah, it's like a prison. I understand. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I mean, like, I like being alone, but I don't like being... Forced right. alone, you know. You know, I, I understand. I fight for freedom, Veld. I understand. I will make it easier for you to go up and down. Okay. Oh, maybe like goodbye. a staircase or something. I understand, Veld. <laughs> goodbye, Redwick. It, um. <laughs> how, how, well, I, I'm sorry. How does that work? How do you meet a familiar? Do you. How do you get a new one? Oh, Don't you miss your it, old one still? It's a writ. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, if the old one dies, there's not a whole lot you can do about that. So, I had to do a whole ritual to get a new one. It takes a long time. And, yeah. What is it like? What does it mean to be a familiar? I don't know this raven, but he does. I've never met a talking bird. Neither have I. It's a new experience. Right. Is it a pleasant one? Uh, yes. She kind of looks over, and the raven looks <laughs> yeah. at her. I did give the raven, too. And it just looks like a bird, right? There's yeah, no it's, it's just a raven. It's just that it's funny, because ravens are one of and the familiars that, as a supernatural ability, they speak one language of the master's choice. So this ra this raven can just speak common, mm -hmm. and at her level, it has an intelligence of eight. Oh, so it's not dumb. Nope. Hmm. Well, Renwick, I, I hope that you are helpful to her and that you are good company. Yep. And he goes to like. He was gonna go to pet it, but then it talked at him, and now he feels weird. So he's like, "All right, well." I'm going to go now. <laughs> and he does. Okay. Close it close the door on your way out. Yeah, right, sure. So that you can suffocate with all the smoke. Yeah. Well, honestly, what is the smoke? Is it just incense? Yeah, or... it's just incense. Is it just incense? Well, like, all divination spells require incense as, like, a material component. So... Oh, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. They require this much incense, though? Probably not. Does he close the door? Yeah, I don't think they do either. Does he close the door? Does he feel different? <laughs> like, any mind affecting bits? <laughs> is, he, is he a little... Uh, <laughs> probably, probably not. None of them are hallucinogenic. She hasn't gotten to that stage yet. Yeah. Divisions! I love, the, I love the, the, just the... I don't know, maybe build a staircase or something. <laughs> That was fantastic. I lost it during that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe build a staircase or something. Well, I thought it was good because, like, the conversation had ended. Yeah. And she brought it She's... up again. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Jason, was... I have, I have something else that I would do once sure. you guys yeah. are completed. Very on brand for every interaction. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna take off, but I can still hear you guys, so hopefully you don't involve my character, do you, Sarah? No. No. Alright. No. Have fun. I'll be Nobody here. needs you. Alright. Cool. <laughs> Get out of here. Nobody wants you. 
Um, so as Kieran's sitting by the fire, he kind of absentmindedly reaches into a pocket within his coat that he's wearing, and he pulls out two letters, and he's looking at them, and he kind of, like, stares at them for a while, and he takes one of them, and he puts it back in his coat, and he stands up, and he goes into the room where Jessup is, and he waits till Jessup is done, the conversation has died down a little bit, and he'll walk up to Jessup and he'll say well Jessup we made it further than I thought we might do you want this back oh yeah well I guess kind of the beans are spilt at this point um maybe I'll uh, write another letter just in case that you can hold on to I didn't read it so maybe it still applies but I figured Maybe part of it was just you telling him about being a ranger. And since, like you said, that's already been revealed, then maybe there's other things that you want to say that would be better in a different letter. Oh, that'd be perfect. i take the letter back and kind of I... like follows you back out to where you were with the fire stuff. Can I trust you with something, Jessup? Yeah, I mean, you've trusted me with your life so far. What more? <laughs> That's true. You're, As you're, you're talking, reasoning. he kind of looks down and he just takes the letter and tears in half and just throws it in the fire. I, too, have a letter of importance on me. Um, it's inside my coat. And it's something I, I'll hang on to for now, but, you know, if something should happen to me, if you wouldn't mind taking that and sending it to where it needs to go, It'll say on, on the envelope where it needs to go. But if you could send that, should the worst happen, I I would appreciate it. Yeah, I can do that. I'll definitely try my best to make sure nothing bad happens, but uh, have my wood. Ranger's honor. Ranger's honor. I'm learning that that means more than maybe I thought it did. What do you think it meant? I don't know. Not much, I guess. I'm learning quite a bit about these rangers and their code. Fascinating. Yeah, we're all not as uh, cut and dry as uh, some. I think I didn't had you know thoughts of what uh, you know what a ranger is, but you know they all come in different shapes and sizes, like you said. I do my part, just like everybody else. Till the end. To the end, I suppose. But hopefully not soon. With you around, I'm sure we'll we'll stay around a bit longer than maybe we would have without you. True. I got a couple extra spell slots now. It will last another round or two. I've been working on that too. I felt like I've made some progress. I have this book that my grandfather gave me. I read it on occasion. It's a bit of a journal of his just details from his life as he was discovering these new things and it's really helped me to to see and develop my own abilities I've kind of taken after him um, but I've also been able to del develop some things based on our situation so you know now I, I have the ability to put down a troll if we come across trolls again that'd so. be perfect I mean don't mind the intrusion here, I don't mean to be weird, but uh, you look a little meatier this morning than you did last night. 
I mean, not like me, meaty, but, you know. Well, you know, like I said, I, I used to be a soldier, so I lost a bit of that in my travels, but like I said, now that we've been fighting, I've kind of picked back up with my exercises and, and trying to build that muscle back up, and it's coming back slowly but surely. It's been a few years, but, you know, I'm making progress, I think. I didn't know you were a soldier. Soldier for where? Oh, out of Absalom. It was a family line of business. It was a bit of a requirement in my family to do some time oh. in the military, but... I know all about family requirements. I definitely did not live up to expectations. And neither did I, Jessup. That's partly why I'm here now. Just look, in about uh, probably 30, 40 years, you get to turn out like me. Actually... Yeah. That, that might not be so bad. You have hey. a, a good attitude, and you, you seem like you've lived a good life, and if I get to your age and I can say the same thing, then I'll be content. Oh, yes. I've lived a good life. There's certainly things that I regret. Um, mistakes I wish that I could fix, but, you know, nothing you could do except for keep uh, trudging forward, you know? Finding that out. The main thing in my life is I just, I don't want to live with regrets, and I've got a few, but moving forward, I don't, I don't want to live with those anymore. I want my decisions to be decisions I stick with. If you hang around with us, we'll see what we can do for you. You know, it's no use giving Aiden this advice. It was in part of the letter. I kind of look at you and put both hands on your shoulders. Just be true to yourself. Okay, kid? You know, kind of like... Do like little... On the chin. Not really a hit. You know what I mean? Just a tap. And then, uh... He just like starts walking away, and then he casts summon an instrument with the meta magic rod, so it lasts 14 minutes. That's right, putting that puppy to use. And then he just walks around and starts playing some tunes and just shouting. He is not a very good singer. You're, you're given he's... a high level magic item, and your immediate thought is, dude, we could jam out for like 14 well, minutes, no. bro. Dude, through the fire and storms is definitely more than seven minutes. This now is, I can do it. This is the funny thing. It's a cantrip. He can just <laughs> cast it again. Yeah, but not mid-song. What if the song is eight minutes? Yeah. I can't take a break. Now I got 14 minutes. Hey, I was left to charge of the rod. I'm going to use the charge. The dragon, the, dragon, the dragon immediately shows up, and now you've only got two uses. Right. I'm mad. I right? just... It's yeah. awesome. Shh. See, as... Please, allow me to play my character. <laughs> <laughs> so as Jessup says this and then, you know, walks off and starts playing, Kieran is filled with, like, almost an overwhelming sadness. Just because Jessup... There are parts of Jessup that remind him of his grandfather. And he's reliving memories. And he just, you know, despite the jovial attitude, he just feels, like, incredibly sad. That's good. I'm two for two of breaking through to some characters. I just got Frampton <laughs> to work on, Mr. Mysterious over there. Hopefully he'll throw me a bone. Not mysterious. He's so mysterious. mysterious. Bro, are you serious? <laughs> we asked you, where are you from? And you said, around. 
Here and there. <laughs> you guys cling to the weirdest stuff. How? What? What have you been? Danger. So, like, hey, oh. where you guys? Where you? Where are you from? Where did you grow up? And they're like, oh, you know, here and there. Instead of being like, oh, I spent two years in Boston, and then my family moved down oh, south. Right, so we... right, because you know everybody has to be like Aiden and just wear their heart on their sleeve and tell everybody their emotions all the time. And it, they don't have to, <sighs> but you just have to accept that that makes you mysterious. Yeah, I, I mean, like yeah. how we nope. always think uh, nope. Brampton's mysterious, but like. I've hidden about being a ranger for how many right. years? Right. Like, so because Samson so didn't tell you specifically where he was from, he's plan. mysterious. Okay. This guy over here is like, yeah, no, like I've been a ranger this whole time. To I be fair, I, I told Sarah knew, and I told her when we were having a conversation, I'm like, I told her, I'm like, all I have to do is give enough information to sound like I'm trustworthy because... Uh, Aiden is just so convinced that there's something wrong with Frampton. I just need to give enough information that he'll just keep their thinking right. mysterious with Frampton instead. And it was so funny because literally, as soon as I started thinking, man, I even messaged Jason uh, two days ago. It's like, I swear to God, Jason is sounding like a bonafide coward. Like, he all but avoided oh. a draft, right? Because, like, my father died in the war, and here's this guy just happy-go-lucky and old fatso just fine, whoa, apparently. Whoa. And I'm just like... Whoa! Whoa! Dude, whoa. I wear extra fluffy. Relax. Whoa. And so, that, like I said, I was just like... I was wondering, I was like, wait a minute. Aijin might be really mad or confused about that. He's definitely going to have to talk about that. He's definitely going to have to bring it up and work through whatever that is. And I'm sure Brandon's got some really cool explanation. Did I think <laughs> that his explanation was that I'm mad at Jason too. You want to know why? Because I made my character at level two. I worked for this. Okay. I leveled <laughs> the bottom i started at nothing to become a ranger and he's like oh yeah brandon why don't you join the podcast why don't you just play with us it's fun yeah you can just do what my character's like lifelong goal and dream is start there yeah that sounds fun well here's the thing backstory here's the thing that i would like to point out to you josh is yeah i'm all ears what exactly does i didn't think he needs to do to be a ranger yeah, that's what I, I'm realizing. I'm realizing there's yeah, like that was part of the arc. Yeah, there's actually still. a conversation I'm Give planning to have here. If, if Fatso could be a ranger, <laughs> that hurts. Like Jessup likes hurts. playing the music and just out of nowhere it's just like the don't. Oh, <laughs> no, I um, no, it's funny because I I as a player knew all along that like the whole thing about like I because I did lore research about the Tyrannosaurus Rangers and what initiation looks like and. Frank reality is there's no Chernosardo Rangers. There's individual cells that band together to form a resistance. It's literally like there's not one overarching structure. They sometimes work together and coordinate efforts, but it's yeah. not it's not like that. It's based mostly on knowledge. And this actually leads into a conversation that I was gonna have here between Auburn, Sirio, and Jessup while you were going around the cave doing other stuff and they're telling their stories, if there was a lull in the conversation, Aubryn would have looked to Jessup and she would have said, Jessup, I, uh, I take it you know that uh, Aiden, he's got aspirations of being a ranger. And I know that... Be here. And I know that that was part of what you did. You went around 
subtly kind of making sure if see if people were of the right stock to be with us um I'm sure he's mentioned that he's interested curious what your take on that is I mean uh you know, obviously part of me doesn't want to see Aiden get into more danger than he already has but rangers live for trouble I suppose but uh you know, I always have my own certain set of criteria when I want to uh, get people to become rangers, you know. I wasn't the sort to find those that were good at uh, killing and murdering just because that's what they enjoyed to do and I gave them a reason to do it. You know, I'm like myself. You need a reason. Slowly with Aiden, I was able to learn more and more. I wish that maybe he uh, put the vengeance aside a little bit, you know. It's one thing to want to fight for something, but he, he gives around a lot, a lot of weight. But more and more, I, I think he uh, he's coming along. He's seen a lot, definitely a lot more than I did at my age, and even then some. He I, handles it well. He's but, He's been through quite a lot, especially in the past month or so. I was just I curious. Just, I think he's got what it takes, but uh, I just, you know, I wanted to make sure that he lives a life rather than thinking that he just has to carry the whole world on his shoulders I I, I was just curious because I mean you know as well as I do and same to you Sirio is, I mean as far as any of us are concerned you, all four of you might as well be rangers you've been to all three of the forts heck you know more about the rangers than even I do and I don't. I don't know if he quite realizes yet. I don't know if he quite realizes yet that he's already met all the qualifications. I think he's looking for some sort of approval. He's already got the poncho. He wears it well. I. I just thought I'd talk to you. I didn't know if maybe you wanted to be the one to, you know, see if you could get him thinking that way, get him to realize that it's not the three of us that tell him, necessarily. I've trained him for a while, but I've always thought yeah. that he would end up as a ranger, but, you know. I can, uh, I can have a heart-to-heart -heart with him here tonight before tomorrow, if you'd like. I, yeah. I, I, um, I'm fine with being there as well. And, um, Sirio would then pipe up and he'd be like, make sure you make a big show of it. Come up with a whole bunch of traditions. Make him go out on a knee. Maybe get out a sword or something. Do it, do it, like, dub him on each shoulder. Make a big show of it. That'll make him feel good. Just to kind of, like, rummage through stuff. I have a bow, a whip, and an alchemist fire. I don't think I want to dub him with any of those. The bow will be fine. Perfect. It fits the image great. Just make a big show of it. Make it a big deal. Ooh! He pulls out to show uh, this story. He goes, Actually, look at what we found! And he shows him the dragon bane arrow. Aiden's got a couple of them, but uh, we did find these. Good. Nanda. I had a feeling there would be something of use in there. I was hoping that there'd be some nice nice stuff. A couple of those might do the trick. 
I don't know if it'll be enough on their own, but may at least level the playing field. Well, there was some uh, good stuff in there. Definitely took quite some time to figure out what they were. I, uh, we finally did it. Yeah, I, I, I've two never... Weeks. <laughs> I've never been in the vaults myself, but uh, I am well aware that they did not necessarily have a uh, labeling system. No, they did not. No, our only label maker broke like 30 years ago, and we haven't gotten a new one. That No, they did not. No. No, they well, did not. So, uh, alright, well, I'll go find Aiden and uh, yep. Yep. bring him back in here. So yeah. I guess we have that conversation... Then that dies down. Then that's when Kieran comes get me, and that's yeah. 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 So I guess as Jessup's got his music and like playing, he's like nonchalantly walk around, but he's actually just looking for Aiden, and you he has can... no idea where he is. Well, you'll we're we're gonna cross paths because Aiden had one more stop. He was actually gonna cross paths with Jet, so you will see you'll see him after with Veld. He's heading back up the stairs and going to talk to yeah. Jet. Eventually, all these conversations happen. Aiden comes back up, goes through the corridor. He has to pass by you guys to then meet up with Chet, so you'd be able to catch him as he walks by. Aiden! Uh, oh, hi, Chessup. Yeah. Do you have a, have a second? Uh, yeah. About a moment. What's we, up? Uh, we kind of got a game plan. Uh, come up with stuff before tomorrow. Just kind of want to chat with you and the uh, other rangers in here. Come on in. Uh, all right. Uh, he kind of just looks over at those two and bids them adieu. That's his thing, bidding people. Good day. Good, good day. Good day. Good day to you. Now, good day to you. We uh, good day we've to been you. Chatting in here, uh, you know, talking about recruitment for the Rangers and stuff, and seeing how that was my duty originally when I was in the Rangers. We decided that uh, we would knight you into the Rangerhood. Now, to do so, there are certain tasks that you must perform. Some I think you've already done. One of those is collecting a dragon scale. Now, I'm fairly certain that you did pick one up when we were in Fort Riston. Is that sure? Sirio, Sirio yes. pipes up and he says, My goodness, I didn't think you'd do it so quickly. That's the hardest <laughs> one to do. Well, wait, we don't know if he's still got it, though, because we need that with some of the smoke to create the fumes. Right. Do you have one of the scales? Uh, I didn't let them go on for a bit, and then he goes, and then it finally comes back to him. We need a toe of a wood giant. I understand. You, we have one out here. <laughs> I understand what you're saying and what you're doing. I have made this observation. I'm not sure. I, I think he's saying I he think doesn't that have the scale. No, Serio, I think I'm saying I've been... <laughs> Joseph, let's have a good laugh. You hear um, a cough come from outside, and all of a sudden a black scale comes flying into the room and lands on the floor. Joseph <laughs> uses his fancy white gloves, Mayhem catches it and throws it back. No, he says, No, you, you can all tell your jokes, and I, I get that I've been growing up. But I also know that I've been a ranger a long time. I just didn't realize it was all... Oh, well, that was... I was going to do a whole speech and talk about how he's been looking outward as opposed to inward. Well, all right, job's done here. So by the power of the mighty Jessup, you are a ranger. It means a lot, but I think I should explain myself to you, Jessup. 
I think a big part of why I wanted there to be more. I, I already wear a ranger poncho. I already fought for Nirmathis. I already dreamed of freedom and hope, and when I heard Cyril tell me that I'd make a fine one, I knew I was. But my father was never around. And it's silly to say, but... I never got to know if I made him proud. Because I know that he, he sacrificed everything. He, he sacrificed a life with, with me and with my mother and with my sister. And we, he sacrificed a, a happy child, my happy childhood for Nirmathos. So I wanted to be damn sure it was worth it. And I wanted him to know that I had done my best. But as I, as I went out to become one, he had already died. So, that, that was the case. You gotta walk oh, no, closer. Yeah. <laughs> he, he walks closer to, uh, to Aiden. He fought for what he believed in, just as you are now. And even though he isn't here right now, listen, I'm his brother. And you made me proud. I know that you would make him proud. He puts his hand out to shake. I didn't put his hand out to shake. I you didn't want. Good man. And a good I think, yeah. <laughs> hey, <gasps> you can proceed. Thank you, Jason. I didn't want that to mean a lot to me, but it did. I'm sorry for the way that sounds, but... That, that's okay. You've definitely said worse to me so far. That's alright. I think that's... <laughs> he takes a deep breath. I think that we can do some great good together. As long as I live. I look forward till tomorrow. Kind of stands back and all right, you can do uh, the rest of your business there, Ranger Boy. He nods and he takes his sleeve and he says, "Yeah." Kind of turns around to him and goes, "It stole my thunder." Yeah, he's uh, seems like he's wisening up more than we thought. I don't think he, he quite. I don't think he quite understands though that uh, all that stuff he was talking about with his dad and family and childhood. I don't think he understands how to a T that describes like ninety percent of us. Yeah. When he goes around and meets more rangers, he'll he'll understand. But it's what kind of all made us. I mean, I just recently lost my father, so I think I was that one percent that's really weird. Okay. But, yeah, I think he's coming around. We just need to kind of break him of that super seriousness here. I'll work on that. Okay. Just we'll kind of bow and walk back out. See Frampton doing the worm. I know there's a couple more conversations you guys want to have, but uh, we can know. save them for next week. We can save those for next week if no. you'd like. No, nope. Uh, this is just to let everybody know that's watching. We're going to be taking oh, yeah. a bit of a break because someone. I don't know where he is. If Mr. I point Ranger Boy. Way. That's on my screen. You're pointing at me. Ranger Boy. 
I'm pointing. Well, That's yeah. Oh, That's wrong way. Me. This way. Yeah. There you go. There you it's go. Me. It took a while for the stream to catch up, but <laughs> um, yeah. Josh is going to be on vacation, so it's going to be yeah. what, like three weeks before? Yeah, we're able I've to got meet again. a long vacation coming up, so I apologize to this group and any listeners. But we'll be going on a quick three-week hiatus, although maybe not. Sounds like side quest to me. I cool. think. I th- I think it's like a good some op- people can uh, listen to Hour of the Stone podcast if they haven't already, or start back from the very beginning and catch up to where we are now. I love uh, that you're well, doing that in Jessup's voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll also so, say, though, that well, I might be back, so we might be able to stream on a Thursday or a Friday or something like that, if that works for people. So we'll sort that out later, but that is a good thing to know. Yes. Um, to anybody who tuned in and listened to this, well, whatever it was, I think it was a great session. RP I hope session. you all... Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed listening and enjoyed discovering the twists along with us, all of the melodrama, the humor. Um, I feel really good about this one. And uh, yeah, long story short, I appreciate anybody who took the time to be here.